Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and I never thought I'd say this, the triumphant return of Benifer. You guys remember Benifer? Yeah. Back on. What? Oh, hey. yeah. Is that like the new season of The Bachelor? Or? No, no. This They're is really. This is the Jennifer. original Benifer. Which Jennifer? J-Lo. Oh. Yeah. She left A-Rod? Yeah. Wow. She went back to Batman. My name is Michael Basinger. With me are... Uh, not old gun glue. Uh, Matt Polly. Hey <laughs> NFT enthusiast Lucas Allen. <laughs> and together we are the Inglorious Pastors. NFT Stan. <laughs> yeah, well, you might as well just let, let's talk about this NFT stuff. You are an early adopter, would you say? But no, I have never. <laughs> no, I just. Do you own an NFT of the Mona Lisa? I don't own an NFT of anything. I just think that yet all the values we place on other things are just represented in nfts so if i so so you're saying nothing is real yeah basically. and so what are you fucking, it's mostly, what are you fucking space. socrates now it's mostly empty space it's all it's just no i think it's i mean nfts are great for certificates of authenticity and that sort of thing because they're like blockchain encrypted and all that um but then like if i can own an nft of a meme and everybody can still share the meme and stuff. Obviously, like that's all out there. But everybody can buy a print of Mona Lisa and put it on their wall too. But yeah. if I own the original one, fuck you. Okay, well. But I heard NFTs are like dropping in value real quick. Yeah, like, it's that yeah, was a I moment. saw it. Yeah, it's it was a quick moment. But I think they're gonna prove to be valuable in specific ways in the future. Yeah, I but mean, not like. But I do think they're we all more get meaningful uploaded than to the the multi net yeah i think they're more meaningful than baseball cards dan f summer wants to know if he can get an nft of you nude i mean I Shit, for enough money, he'll just drive to your front door yeah like, yeah name I your mean, price send you pay, a picture pay his gas money and he'll be at your we'll, front door buddy we'll, we'll <laughs> let the the bidding begin at 100 dollars, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> One hundred dollars. Uh, yeah, I've I've been posting some thirst oh. trap. Pictures yeah, man, you did post a thirst trap. Luke, I didn't Lucas know. just fucking left. He just like fucking oh, I tried to log in so I could read quote. Oh uh, yeah, well that'll happen. Dan has offered sixty nine dollars and sixty nine cents. Will you take it? <laughs> I will send you a picture, but it will be censored, and the censor bar will be unusually large, uh, <laughs> just to make it look like I had to censor a lot. I, I was just hoping you'd do like a sensor, but it would just be over your face. <laughs> <laughs> just like half of his face. Like you can see his eyes and his mouth still. It's just over his nose. <laughs> yeah. So with sunglasses on. <laughs> hey, 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 what are you drinking? Hey, 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 I've been thinking that if hey. we're going to get through this hey. we're I already drank a um, <laughs> blood orange gold standard by Taxman Brewing Company, good provided stuff, by Matt Polly. Yeah, yeah, good stuff, man. And I'm currently drinking that. I also had the uh, what did I drink? That Oak and Eden. Yeah, and I accidentally filled up. Oh my too god, much you drank all that. I have that as well. I'm it's gonna. Been an hour and a half. Yeah, well, sorry, say he's man. he's not an, he's not an amateur. Yeah, I mean he's um, got to let it let it. It's weird though when it costs more than like eighteen dollars for a handle. It uh, <laughs> I'm not used to that, you know. So <laughs> I'm having uh, <coughs> excuse me, 
I've had a couple of uh, Warsteiners uh, from uh, Deutschland. Is that the oldest? Brewery in Germany, or is no, that a, I don't think Vernus so. Is that who makes a uh, Worcestershire sauce? The virus is, uh, that one's only Fager. like 270 years old. Yeah, I should say. I mean, they've been making beer in Germany since yeah 500 years ago. I mean, the Black Plague. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also having from Cedar Creek. My Worcestershire jo- joke was wasted on you guys. What'd I'm, you say? Nothing. You'll hear it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be no. worth the wait. Uh, they're uh, Woodwalker Rye Whiskey. Um, yeah, really good, man. They we had it last week mm-hmm. also as a, several of us. Yeah, did, I didn't. So. I didn't have it last week. I should have. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe I should finish this first. Probably should. Uh, yeah, it's man. They're doing. It's sixty bucks, and it's sixty. Both this and the bourbon are sixty percent. Mm-hmm. Sixty bucks. Who do they think they are? Well, I mean, it's it's worth every bit of that. It's honestly. local. You're supporting your community. Yeah. I better be good. And to it me, I, good. to me, yeah. if I buy it, I'm supporting the racist community north of me. But you know, wow. Whatever. Backup noise dot JPEG. God, man, Did, was he the only one to, that we asked to be on the show? Was nobody else available? I did ask Josh, but it, I did ask Lucas first because I thought we need Lucas to change. Would probably need to change the order we ask people. Okay, <laughs> true. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's uh, it's really good, man. I, I really they're doing some beer wise, and their wine's always been good, and their distillery is doing some pretty decent stuff too. So and they it's got, nice to have that in your backyard. They got some cool cover bands coming up. So yep. we might help you to. grow an inch. Did you get an inch bigger with that? 60, for 60 bucks. I feel like you should get some sort of something out of it. I, what? You know, comes with a free penis pump. So yeah. we'll see. Did you get a free penis pump with it? I don't need a penis pump, Michael. It's not what I heard. <laughs> That's says. three inches of wonderful. I love sausage. <laughs> this may be harder than you think. That's fantastic. Can we, whatever, can we move on? Little dick. I wonder what was going to end my friendship with Lucas. I guess it's going to be tonight, so. Yeah. <laughs> Penis pumps. I forget I'm not just listening to the podcast. <laughs> I have to laughing at like. <laughs> You're contributing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, we did not come with a penis pump, Michael, there to answer your question. We, should we address the uh, elephant not in the room? Brad's not here. Oh, He's on assignment. Yeah. He's on yeah. assignment in... Uh, Disney World. Orlando. Yeah. Orlando! Now we so go live to So if you want to steal shit from his house, I've got his key. Just let me know. Nice. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I can just break in. Probably. Make sure you we check should. on the cats, though. We should upper deck him. Oh, we should upper deck him. Oh my god! Oh, I'm so, so mad. fucking angry. <laughs> do it. Do it tonight and let that shit sit in there for like a uh, fucking week. Oh man. Oh my god. I'm on board. Let's do it. He's he's gonna. I, I, had, he, I had a jalapenos today. So here's the thing, Brad. Brad, this is something. It's an opportune time, if you know what I mean. Brad, this is something we're doing. So yep. Just Sorry. I know you're probably listening to this Apologies on your way home. So you're gonna, get you're gonna want to check your toilet before you flush, buddy. You might want to put your face mask on before you walk in your house. <laughs> so, Turn the AC mean. off. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, God, definitely got to get it, get humid in there. I know you thought you were being cool, like turning it up to eighty while you were gone. Well, <laughs> you thought you were gonna save money. Nope. The more, Shit. The more we talk about this, the more, excited, your walls. I, the more excited I am to do this. We need to need to make this happen. All right. Um, okay. So. What what the fuck is going on? It was a shitty week. It's yeah. been a shitty two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah, it's just been. It's just yeah. It's, it's 
been yeah. piling up. It's been piling up. Yeah. I guess it is Monday, so it's it's been a week, but it, mm-hmm. it feels longer. You've done longer. two podcasts in that time. And it so, feels yeah. longer, yeah. It, it's just been a garbage week. I mean... Or what year is it? Yeah, I, know. I know. No. I, it's just been, yeah. It's been a rough week for just a lot of people. Yeah. That, I mean, that knew Steve. I mean, that... Mm-hmm. And it sounds like half the world knew Steve. I yeah. Mean, just, he was just that kind of person, and... Yeah. Like so we won't belabor the point. We we did a whole podcast with it last week, and we talked with Matthew Paul Turner about it. And but yeah. man, he yeah he's he's missed. Yep, he's he's Absolutely. definitely missed. So and I had a shit week at work. Also, that didn't didn't help things. So that different than last week? Or week yeah, before? no. Honestly, right now, no. They're is all kind of is it? They're all kind of trash. Avalanching. Weeks. <laughs> Well, last week I was there six days in a row, and I finally just fucking called in yesterday. I was like, I'm not doing another goddamn day of this shit. So. Yeah, yeah. So I go back to work tomorrow for three three days in a row. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, um, I got the weekend off though, so that's fine. Yeah. But working for the weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just yeah. It's just it's been a real shitty week for a lot of people and for a lot of different reasons. Um, so we're gonna tell dick jokes and penis yeah. jokes, yeah. trying to lighten the mood a yep. little bit. So yeah, try to help drag people out of just a little bit at a time. Yeah. That's yeah. about all you can really do. Always look on. You're listening to Brightside, Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Polly. As a follow up, yeah. it hasn't been so shitty. I mean, it has, but it has, yeah, it's been. Uh, Saturday night had a little turd meet up. Yeah, we had some uh, couple of uh, Texans. We allowed them in the pub. How how um, advanced was that planning? Because I feel like I not really okay. Not, so we knew they were coming because I felt bad I couldn't go yeah. because I found out like the day of. So we knew they were coming up for we knew they were for a couple weeks they were coming up. But we nothing was ever really set in stone. Like it was just like, hey, we're gonna be up there on these couple days. Let's plan something. And mm-hmm. I finally fucking Friday night, I was like, okay, we're gonna go to Tax Man. <laughs> so I made an event and just invited kind of all the local yeah. area turds that I knew were were around the you know Bartersville, Martinsville, Indy area. Um, we had a pretty good turnout. Honestly, if you want me to show up to these things, you got to give me. Uh, well, yeah, I know. Notice. I mean, that was the thing. Like, just I finally just nobody had said anything, so I finally just put some put a little event in there, so we at least have an idea yeah. Yeah. how many might show up. Um, so it worked out. Uh, it was it was just it's just really it was nice to be able to get together normally. Yeah, everybody's vaccinated. You have to wear masks. Yeah. like it was. Yeah. It, it so. felt it felt fucking normal. Um. It felt normal again, and and there's starting more of that starting to happen, which is nice. It's starting mm-hmm. to kind of yeah. open back up a little bit, and and things aren't quite as tense, I guess, as as they were with, you know, am I going to go to Taxman and die two weeks later from COVID? Like, totally. Um, yeah. So it was it was it was just nice, and it's just I t- I told uh, I told uh, Brett and Cord that who came up from Texas. I was like, how fucking weird this this whole thing was. Brit 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 yeah. Um, how fucking hard it was, or how fucking weird it was to weird and hard. Your specialty. <laughs> That's probably fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it probably is. Um, I mean, you'd have to check with Bethel on that, but yeah, probably weirdly hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's hard, pretty pretty hard, normal. Hardly weird. No, it's n- normally hard. It just no way they didn't come out right. Um, <laughs> it's normally hard. hard. Yeah, all um, day long. It's junior high school all over again. Um. <laughs> How how weird it is that that this little community we have accidentally created over the last five years. Yeah, that people came from Texas to just visit people they've never met. Was that the sole intent of their trip? Was just basically road yeah. tripping up yeah, here? Yeah, pretty oh, much. Really? Wow. I mean, now I, th- I feel like shit for not going. 
Yeah, Sorry, I mean, guys. It just well, and now they're they're driving back. They met uh, the Irwins up in Anderson on oh, Sunday. Nice. Um, they're on their way through. I think they're on their way through to Kentucky with Travis. They're uh, going to do the Bourbon Trail. Oh, then they're going sweet. down to Nashville to see the Nashville Turds. I mean, That's they're just. Awesome. And then there uh, today there were um, uh, the Lancasters mentioned they in the fall they might be doing a turd road trip like yeah just sort of working their way up the the southeast and the in the Midwest to visit people I mean yeah. it's, it's just fucking weird like how it, it's yeah. just it's just bizarre to me that this this is a thing like and he was I think Cording said like what are the podcasts this happen on yeah like what are the Facebook group is doing shit like that mm-hmm. um, do they do it for your podcast Lucas. <laughs> yeah, drunk church history. Yeah, yeah. I mean, DCT. It's, it's a little G- like DCH. we have to be a little more protective of our privacy. People yeah. are pretty invasive. It's yeah. kind of a rabid fan base. Yeah. All three of them, but it's. Um... <laughs> and I'm one of them. <laughs> I know where you both live, so I can. Yeah, I'll come. I'll come be rabid whenever I feel like oh. it. <laughs> yeah. When he's foaming at the mouth, I know uh, it's good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Put some foam in your mouth. Wow. God, God it's a beer. Mo head, y'all. God damn, Mo. dude. I was not here for that. Uh, um anyway, it's just it's really cool. It was just a really nice it was just a really nice dinner with just people I hadn't seen in fucking forever, man. The yeah. Cormics were there. I saw Dave Sluss. Yeah. I got That's to hang awesome. with the David Davy Sluss. I got Sluss. to hang with Dave the Explorer. Uh Bojangles was there. Uh Greg Platt was there. I mean, it was it was just Oh, uh, Greg the, uh, was there. Travis, Travis, I'm and Sheila drove up it. from drove up from Louisville. Yeah, uh, and Sheila's son was there. I mean, it was just it was nice. It was just a really nice evening seeing people I hadn't seen in fucking forever. Yeah, I was so. bummed. My family was like gone for the day. Yeah, but then they were all getting back at like five, five uh, thirty, yeah. and I was like, well, sorry, I got yeah. it. So yeah. you know, yeah, that was it was an, it was a nice it was a nice end to a really shitty fucking week. Yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah, my bright side is Benifer uh, getting back together. <laughs> we talk about that yet? I've heard I've heard tell of such things. Lucas, what do you got? Um, so Sunday um, we had church, um, which I know most people in the pub church is their bright side. Um, <laughs> but so we we meet. We had like once a month we'll meet outside in the park. Otherwise, we've been online. In the summer, mm-hmm. we're like, all right, we're tired of being online, so we'll just meet in the park. Um, and really, that's I mean, we could pretty much all be together now yeah inside but it's because it's a college town in the summer so yeah we just meet in the park and this was the first one that didn't get canceled due to like thunderstorms and stuff <laughs> in a while um so that was really good and this is the first one since like pretty much at least all the adults are vaccinated yeah and nice. stuff um and so it was like we didn't really we're always like please wear your mask when we're in the shelter house together even though it's still outside you know yeah but now it was just i didn't wear one and i was like we'll yeah. see you yeah. know and like pretty much we were just kind of like you were mm-hmm. saying like we were just together normal mm-hmm. yeah and um you you don't get up in people's face as much maybe as yeah used to. i noticed that because we have babies that mm-hmm. i had not seen yeah yeah like, right and and you know all these little kids I love who are like them yet. yeah I lay the hands on so we'll we'll get that going yeah. but um, it was it was really great and um, one thing I realized how much that IRL community means to me was mm-hmm. so I I I have this thing where I cannot cry like I try to and I don't yeah I get, and, I and get that I'll like well up with tears um, 
Gif was out of town, so I did music, and then I did the like sermon, mm-hmm. pretty short thing. I like being outside because it's like you kind of like moved along. Yeah. <laughs> but I I get to the end, and I just looked at everyone, and all of a sudden I was just like, yeah, oh shit, yeah, let's it's, it's happening now, yeah, and. <laughs> Not convenient. Oh I was like, God, it's, com- it's I, happening. I want to like sob and just let it all out. And then I'm like, I don't want to just make everyone stand here and look at me. So um, <laughs> everyone's like, it's not that deep, Lucas. So, yeah. Um, they're like, you only went to Bible college. You didn't go to seminary. You weren't so fucking awkward. Exactly. <laughs> but it was a, it was a powerful moment. And, and people knew um, in our community, um, you know, Steve had spoken there and, oh, and sure. people knew yeah. um, that, Giff and I had lost a friend. Um, and it was just really that, you know, and what's so great about vaccines and getting out of this thing is that we can be in person with our people. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dan said, I cried to my own worship music. Dan's on one tonight. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, it was just, it was just, it was good. And people were the, like, there is that, and I know this is less spiritual, and it's just more a reality thing. When you're on the verge of crying, mm-hmm. other people suddenly yeah. Oh, are yeah. too, especially and, if you're one that doesn't cry. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And and so, but it was just kind of weird to like share that moment with everyone sure. and and be just kind of embraced there and be able to share a little bit. It's been a long year and a half. It's been a fucking year and a half since we started this shit. I mean, yeah. it's yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. So, so are you guys meeting weekly now, or is uh, it... we're meeting like twice a month? Twice until a month. Then I think August will be like yeah. sort of normal again. Yeah. Do you do you yeah. save any souls this past Sunday? Any mm. anybody baptized? Um, I don't. I'm gonna. I'm trying to remember. No. <laughs> do you have any exorcisms? Well, yeah. <laughs> That's gift specialty. <laughs> That's they where the tears it, started coming. They had out. to put it off a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the power of gift compels me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So I did actually have a, a bright side, um, maybe. Um, so we mentioned the GoFundMe for Steve Austin last week. Yeah. Um, still, go. Mm-hmm. It's in the show notes from last week. Mm-hmm. Give. Twitter, Facebook, it's on all of it. Just seeing, um, so it's up to 32,000. Um, yeah. yeah. They started with 20 as a goal and just yeah, blew just, through that in like a day and a half. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. was fucking nuts. And just like scrolling through and seeing like familiar mm-hmm. names, people in the pub and people mm-hmm. that um, really was influenced by Steve was just, you know, fucking incredible. Yep. Just, uh, I, and I'm not saying that turds gave $31,000. That's not the case. Uh, there's a lot of people that, that, that were impacted by Steve. Um, yeah. And just to know that, that how, how loved he was. Mm-hmm. Um, by his, Dan said by his audiobook to hear his voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great. He just, yeah. It's Alabama. It is straight fucking Alabama. And if you want to get an idea, just watch Letter Kenny and the Pastor Glenn. That's what fucking Steve sounds like. Yeah. Or uh, the uh, Gratitude. Is that what Josh talked about last week on uh, Big Mouth? The Gratitude. That's Oh, yeah. And yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. that clip he sent. Yeah. It's, it's fucking Steve, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that was really cool just yeah. to, to see people surround that family yep. uh, right now. So. Right, somebody is saying something nice. about. Oh, somebody yeah. bought Steve Austin's book. So. Yep, bought it. Yeah. All right. Well, with uh, newsfeed. Oh, meditating? No, we're not gonna do meditating. Mm-hmm. Well, I can do. Uh, let's not worry about it. Let's just go right. That's, that's a that's a Brad special. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because here's the thing. If we do meditating be, care, I'll pick one he's already done. And and you know, I just did that three weeks ago. Yeah, he'll be all bitchy. Fucking idiot. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. hear about it. You dunce. He cares so much about the podcast. He's definitely getting an upper decker. Yep. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your fears. We're headed into the news feed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude. What the fuck is going on? It's foreplay. So huh? I feel like. So let me just say this. I feel like since we're sitting next to each other, it's more sexual now. Oh. People can hear the audio sexual tension. God, man. No, Michael. No, there will never. There's never been, nor will there ever be. Jesus Christ! That's a sound effect that you have. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, do you have the... I don't know. It's his sound effect. Do you have the grapefruit effect. lady sound effect? He's got that. I don't... That's not me. Anytime you... Yeah, that, that's what I, I was trying to do. Were, I didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> well, was, That? Yeah, that. Anytime you hear that, that's Matt doing that noise, not me. Signature Polly. Damn, man. Matt Polly. Anyway... I feel like that you're really the bad influence on the podcast. Honestly. Me? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I figured I figured with Brad being gone this week, I'd probably be in the clear and wouldn't have to take a bunch of bullshit. Well, I'm not giving clearly you that that's much not the bullshit. Have I? Not yet. You've, yeah, not you've the given taste me, consistency. See, see, and and, and and I think Lucas isn't really helping matters. He's done some of that too. I feel like he, he's influenced by you. I, I'm just I saying. Feel attacked. I'm just saying. <laughs> I see. You feel attacked. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody was okay. Can't play that. I think we much. were talking about we were talking about that at the. Dinner. Oh, so so at your meeting where you had people from the podcast, it was like everybody feeling bad for you. Is that what you're talking? No, about? we were just <laughs> mentioning that song, in the first time it. The for one of them it was so good. One of oh, them, the, whoever was it, the running challenge. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. I yeah, it's fucking funny, man. I told well, I told it him I said so bad. What's the over under on times you ran since the challenge? Well, so I actually mentioned that somebody said that was the first podcast they listened to, oh, and it's I think that was the Andy hill. Becker episode. That was the first I time she was on the, the over under seven point five. Oh no! I told him I said I ran four times that week and I haven't run since. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, okay, newsfeed. Uh, Cape Cod fisherman, okay. After whale gulps him down, Damn it. spits him. Oh, do you have that one? No, I'll no, I'll Go change. Nope, I'll get another one. I'll bring up another one. And if you, if that's your news feed, I've I've got another one. So go with. Well, that. I've got one too. Somebody okay. tell the goddamn story. So in uh, Massachusetts, Cape Cod to be specific, <laughs> Cape Cod man. Okay, go ahead, Lucas. Was swallowed by a fucking whale, man. <laughs> in uh, in things we thought only happened in the Bible news. Yeah. From uh, the man's name, Jonah. No last name <laughs> of it's like share of Nineveh or wait he yeah. went to Nineveh I don't yeah. know. so he was a commercial lobster <laughs> diver and he was swallowed whole by a whale same yes Michael Packard fifty six of Whale Fleet Whale Fleet it'd be funny if it was Whale Fleet that would be <laughs> actually um, and really that's the gist of the story like he was swallowed by what he didn't really get hurt he's like yeah. bruises um, <laughs> it said. He initially thought the whale was a shark, but realized he was wrong when he didn't feel any teeth or pain. Yeah. Oh. So that's a good sign, but it's a little disorienting when you're expecting well, you're inside your, a goddamn 50 ton whale. Yeah. You're expecting your legs to be gone. And then you're like, it's just dark. What are the cell What's services good? there? 
<laughs> well, he was already Is it got Wi-Fi in there yet. He was VST Bobble. He's not getting shit. He was yeah. already. I forget how deep he was, like forty-five feet below surface or yeah. something. I mean, he was he was down, and all of a sudden, he felt a shove, and the next thing he knew, it was all black, and he could feel the whale squeezing him with the muscles in his mouth, oh, like kind of like when that guy was supposed to get swallowed on live TV by a snake, and then like Didn't. chickened out. That's what he would have felt right there. Um, that's my favorite feeling. Yeah. And uh, so. <laughs> You're being taken fully into the mouth. <laughs> just just let it sit there and do the constriction. That's my favorite part. Um, <laughs> when it unhinges the jaw. <laughs> Not necessary for me, but, you know, whatever. Proud of you. Um, so. In an effort to <laughs> just needs a small mouth. Yeah, <laughs> just I like I like a minnow. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm partial to a beta, or uh, but I usually am the beta. So, but, mm. anyway, so he would be in that whale today. But in an effort to save himself, he began shaking the whale's head before the animal surfaced and ejected him. So I, like, yeah, I don't know if he is just like. Grabbing inside and just like shake. Like, uh, can you do that again, please? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, say he was in there like 30, 45 seconds. Yeah. That's got to be a fucking eternity. Oh, man. yeah. It's like seems really short, but when you're like, what the fuck? What? I'm in a whale? He was what? like, I'm, di- I'm going to die. Like he yeah. fucking accepted it, man. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, so the whale spit him out Jonah style. And, That's the uh, worst. Yeah. But he smelled good. Like, Swallow, man. Yeah, come Be on, a gentle man. whale, gentlemen. I don't know. You spit or swallow. <laughs> I feel like Matt's about to ask Lucas his ASL. <laughs> I don't know what that oh, means. Fuck. It's a it's a cyber. Okay. Chat from, room from like the ninety from the from 90s. like nineteen ninety five. I wonder if they still do that. We should get on a chat room. <laughs> is that even a thing anymore? I'm sure, it is. It's right gotta now. be. Let me look. Oh my God! Besides a Facebook group, yeah, <laughs> no, like a, a different non-chat where you don't have to be a real person. Oh yeah, oh, I mean, man. I'm sure like QAnon and all that shit uses that stuff. Oh, chat, I'm sure they do. Free yeah. chat rooms, online free chat. Did you room hear this is with this no is... registration? That's the best kind. Ooh, you don't have yeah. to prove your identity. Do you guys hear about the like FBI sting where they made this like it's it's a device for like messaging that is like mm. off. It's off the grid. It's used for Shit like storm in the Capitol yeah. and like. Sound. I'm Chris Hansen. No, you're not. Yes. No, you're not. Yes, I am. So, so the FBI like bought. I wish I had the article. The FBI like created devices to be sold on the black market along all these other devices of that type, and everybody thought they were sending messages that were like, you know, off yeah. the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the FBI is reading every fucking message, and. <laughs> That's Jeez. amazing. I mean, it's kind of scary, but for at least what they told us they were using it for was like, you know, they were like million, million dollar Coke deals and yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. violent crimes and all this stuff. I am not high, Travis, but million dollar Coke deal. Oh, got it. Uh, like multi, you yeah, know, I mean, it's not like Coca Cola, like, like what? dark web shit. Gotcha. Kinda. Like, yeah. 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 It's like a, it's a standalone, like dark web device. And the FBI was just like, oh, why don't we make one and put it out there and watch it for yeah. years? So that's cool. genius. 
Dan like, Summers, you're the. But devil. yeah, man, that that fucking whale story, dude. That's uh, well, they said <laughs> they said in the article that that whales are gulp feeders. <laughs> oh, same. <laughs> I got some Michael. Right. <laughs> Sounds like a cat trying to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have another one? Are you good? I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Woman point painted a penis on her wall. It's fine. What? Why? Where? Don't bury the lead, buddy. Well, so she, she was doing like color blocking, trying to beautify a room, and so she had this like kind of peachy, tannish color. Yeah, it's about what it mine came is. around like kind of a rectangle, and then she had. At the end of that, she had a, a circle, and it was, like, the same color. <laughs> and she posted a picture of it and was like, oops. And oops, it just looked I like she painted, like, again. a 12-foot penis on her wall. So she she mixed in, like, a teal circle and some others to do it up. Break, break it up. Yeah. Break I, up I, the penis. I was like, my wife, the mural painter. I, I, was, like, I, right. I was thinking here, like, is this about Lucas's wife? No, but... Uh, you know, I got a new idea for her, so <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll model for it for her. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it'll be to case, scale. In case you need to paint a closet, <laughs> is she like one of those muralists who can like write the really people's f- names on a piece <laughs> of rice? Yeah, is that what you're? That's that what you're going for? how it works. Uh, my brother got that from my brother-in-law once. Where had his name written on a piece of rice. What? It's a thing you can back. You can in write the, the Gettysburg Address on a hair or some shit like that. Yeah, people would in the mall. You could buy things right, written on a piece of rice. Like, Very easy to lose. I can don't tell you boil that. me. I'm sentient. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was his Christmas present one year. Was a piece of rice. Well, he got fucked. Yeah. God. <laughs> and he, he didn't even have anyone write he, on he it. Does a, he does He was just like <laughs> told him it did. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he gives shitty Christmas lists for what he wants for Christmas, and so that's what you can get. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, if you're that'd gonna, actually be a fun drag. Of play, stupid, who, play stupid. Play yeah. stupid games. Win stupid prizes. Yeah. Uh, one, one time, my, my sister-in-law did shitty gifts, and what I gave her was $20 worth of uh, knickknacks from the dollar store. Ah, uh, that's So, fantastic. like, 20 and just shit. So, it's a gift that we, we give, re-gift to each other frequently. A gif? gift? Gift. Oh, gift. Yeah, oh, sorry. Okay. I've been drinking, Matt. I don't know if you know this. I, yeah, sorry. I noticed. Uh, dog ejected from car during Sunday crash, found on sheep farm, hurting sheep. <laughs> there you go, man. Just L-I-V-I-N <laughs> Tilly, the two-year-old border collie Who was ejected from a car Sunday during a crash Has been found He was found on a sheep farm Reed apparently taken up the role of sheep herder According to Tilly's owner He's lost some weight since Sunday's crash And is now drinking lots of water But it's otherwise healthy um, Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the story The dog just went out and got a fucking job That's awesome, man That's what more people need to do so, Nobody he, wants to work But the dogs are taking jobs you Dog know? gets thrown out of a goddamn car And gets a fucking job Get off your couch, Dan. yeah, man. Nobody wants to work for eight twenty-five an hour, man. I'm I'm tired of the dogs in a hundred forty degree kitchen. <clears throat> I tell you what, I walked through the desert with a gas mask on my face. <laughs> oh wait, they paid me more, and uh, I get benefits uh, for life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, I guess that's right. Uh, and then uh, Malaysian flag mistaken for American flag with ISIS symbols leads to Kansas lawsuit. Hmm. So have you seen the Malaysian flag? No, it's got it's know. got the the red and white stripes like the American flag. It's got the blue background, but it has a uh, like a crescent moon and then like sort of a star on it. Yeah, sure. Um, 
The Kansas chapter of the ACLU has filed a lawsuit on behalf of a Malaysian engineer, and it all started because some Americans thought the Malaysian flag was an American flag desecrated with ISIS symbols. Oh, my God. This coming from the people who have Trump 2020, no bullshit, yeah. no more bullshit flags painted all over fucking Kansas. And they got, a big, they got a big hole in them where it used to say Pence. Yeah, God. <laughs> um, now it's, they rearranged the letter somehow and it says penis. I don't know how that happened. Don't worry about it. Don't think, don't think too hard about it. I'm not going to. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was the Malaysian flag was used at a party, a recreational lake in the city of Wichita. Uh, the owners of the property, the Spirit Boeing Employees Association, okay. filed a complaint with the employers of engineer Munir Z- Zaniel. Boeing? Mo- is Spirit Boeing Employees Association. That's the owner of the property this guy was was on. It was like a Boeing like, like 747? Boeing. I don't know. I'm just telling you what it says. The, uh, they alleged Maybe that it was Boeing. Boing. Nope. Spirit says Boing. Boing. Uh, Boing. They, they alleged that Munir and his guests were in possession of an Islamic State flag and were conducting an ISIS meeting on SB, oh SBEA gosh. property. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the ACL, AC, uh, following the party, SBEA reported Mr. Zaniel to the Spirit Aerosystems security team based on a concern that he was affiliated with radical Islamic terrorism. Uh, and he alleged he'd use the lake to hold an ISIS meeting. Um, because that's where ISIS meets yeah. in, on lakes. Yeah, on a fucking lake in the middle Wichita. of goddamn Kansas. Yeah, like fucking Wichita. Have you ever driven to Wichita? Have you ever been on a lake? Fuck. Yeah. If you're gonna have a secret meeting, you don't have on a lake. Yeah. Sounds travel. Far this guy's been. I mean, this lakes. guy's been in America with his wife and two children since 2011. He's a, you know, I mean, he's at this point. I don't know if he's a citizen, but he's a lawful resident, permanent resident. Yeah. Um, and he could have lost that. I mean, if the, if the FBI had. I mean, the FBI got involved and they cleared him, obviously. Yeah. Because it's a fucking Malaysian flag. If you just took th- 30 seconds to Google the goddamn thing, you'd have right. found it. Um, anyway, uh, several of his female guests had worn hijabs because, you know, and I'm sure all these fucking racist assholes were like, oh, look, it's ISIS because they're wearing mm. head coverings. Anyway, yeah. So my it's my just- neighbor was concerned about my Rebel Flag Alliance. Rebel Alliance flag I had Star Wars. I'm serious. I'm not even fucking My kidding. Rebel Flag Alliance? I'd be concerned, yeah. too. It was a, not that Rebel flag. It was the fucking Star Wars Rebel flag, not the Confederate flag. Fuck those assholes. So Michael flies a Confederate flag at his house. No. Is what he's telling you. Rebel yeah. Alliance. And he's part of Star an alliance Wars. of other people who fly it, too. Star Wars. I'm in an alliance with Luke Skywalker, guys. Calm down. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's it. American, um, Americans are fucking idiots. They don't know how to Google shit. Uh, Richmond woman was arrested after she allegedly burglarized her neighbor's home and stole a bottle of whiskey from the kitchen of their residency. Okay. Samantha O'Leary has a Timothy, class. Wait, Ram Dass' sister? O'Leary? Mm-hmm. Timothy Leary. O'Leary. Uh, Ram Dass was, Tim- was... It was Timothy Leary. But that was Ram Dass' friend. Ram, was it? Ram Dass' What was Ram Dass' Richard, Richard uh, Al... Shit, yeah. Al- Albert? Albert? Yeah. yeah. Ah, fuck. Herb's fuck. brother. Damn it. Yeah, you're way off. <laughs> Fuck that joke up. God damn it. Anyway, according to the the intention was there. Yeah. So let me. So here's a here's the question. Okay. So first of all, I got to show you this picture of this of this woman. Um, Samantha (laughs) O'Leary, 47 from Richmond. (laughs) She looks looks happy. uh, Like Sideshow Bob a little bit. She's living her best life, guys. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty happy she's about a, getting she's arrested. Pretty, yeah. I mean, she. Okay, so here's what she's don't usually smile in their mugshots, so something's going right. So tell me if this is <laughs> worth it. O'Leary stole a bottle of 
Glenlivet single malt, uh, mm. single single malt, single malt <laughs> Scotch whiskey from the kitchen countertop. What year? How 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 aged was it? Um, let me see here. I don't think they have that on there. Oh, that's kind of important. It's shitty reporting. Yeah, yeah, that's some garbage reporting. There's, it's not just Glenlivet single malt. There's like different ages and. So when des- deputies tried to arrest her, she put her arms up uh, away from them and leaned over at the waist, attempting to pull her hands in front of her stomach to prevent them from handcuffing her. What? I don't understand what that even what? says. What? Anyway, she what? had to she had to pay three thousand dollars to get uh, in cash to get released. Worth it? No, not worth it. No, not for Glenn Livett, no. especially if yeah. it's like just a standard like. I mean, Glenn Livett's fine. It's just. Unless it was like a super aged, like you know, twenty five year or some shit like that, but yeah, then yeah, maybe still three thousand dollars. Think it's worth that? No, nah, probably not. <laughs> no, she's on thirty thousand dollar bond. So ooh, wait, wow. thirty or three? Thirty thousand. She had to pay bail bonds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Woof. Thirty thousand to get out. Oh goddamn. Yeah, not worth it. Yeah, crime there's not really pay. not really a lot of bottles would be worth that. Yeah, um, crime pays the machine though. So, crime $30,000 for some poor lady. More in Crime Corner. Uh, <laughs> a cheese-loving drug dealer was nabbed after posting a picture exposing his fingertips um, online. So it, it's a picture of him holding a, uh, a, a piece of cheese. <laughs> and they, it's it, the pic, camera is good enough to pick up his fingerprints. fingerprints. Oh, and they shit. fingerprinted him off of and that? And they fingerprinted him off of that. I would I, guess they would have to have assumed it was him and was looking at his social media and used it to reference. That would be my guess, but they don't necessarily say man, that. Man, that boy. Man. So don't put your fingertips online. Well, yeah. Apparently. Or any other tips. I didn't even know they still did that kind of shit. I mean, I guess fingerprint, they do fingerprint stuff, but. Do, do penises have. What, no, they don't prints? have fingerprints, Michael. Penis prints? No, mine well, does, just because it's such a unique size. Yeah. And angle. <laughs> Hard left! <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> to my, dad used, my dad used to say that the angle of the dangle is inversely proportional to the heat of the meat. <laughs> wow. Wiser words, ne'er spake That's a man. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys ever watch any of those? He also said, never waste an erection. <laughs> Your dad I mean, said that? Hey. Yeah. Yep. Dude, oh, what sorry. are you doing? I, well, my thing is muted. I was going to. Well, apparently it's not. Yeah, it is. Oh. Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, that was bad. The uh, car's not breaking down. It's just my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, you're the only one watching right now. <laughs> yeah, Dan, you are the on, literally the everybody only one. Everybody fucked off. It's fine, Dan. I love you. Um,. You guys ever watch any of those shows where they do like uh, challenges? Like um, I don't watch like them, but the I Bachelor? know what they are. No, like the uh, cube. The floor is lava. Oh, um, I've heard of them. Like where they American like Ninja the, Warrior. Yeah, stuff like that. Okay. So NBC came up with a show called The Ultimate <laughs> Slip got, and Slide. This got posted today. The post. Did it Shit. twice? It's called the <laughs> The Ultimate yeah, Slip and Slide. Um, <laughs> the show got halted due to explosive diarrhea. I was nowhere near the show before anybody asks. Did everybody tag you in it? No, but I, they were somebody was going to. I just went ahead and just crushed <laughs> yep. that immediately. Yeah. I wasn't anywhere. You got a near cell it. phone on those. So it was God. announced in May as part of a post Olympics ten part series centered around the backyard playset from the Whammo company. What? Uh, and, yeah. and which a sprinkler or hose squirts 
on a rubber mat that people glide upon. Yeah, we get what a slip and slide is. Yeah, but <laughs> it's very far. But the see, show's pretty familiar with the concept. And the you see what happens is when you you got to get some momentum slip, though, and then you, you run really fast. It doesn't do the job for you. Uh, there's not a lot of slipping though. There's and it works like better sliding. if you go downhill as it's, opposed yeah, to uphill. Mostly slide. Um, Bobby Moynihan was the host. Oh, and I like him. Ron Funches. 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 Oh. Yeah, Bobby Moore. How do I know that name? He was on uh, SNL. SNL. He's on. Oh uh, no, I'm thinking of Dominic. I'm thinking. He's of the on, Hobbit. He's I'm on thinking the, the Hobbit. The Star. mayor. The new mayor show. No, no I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking of Dominic. Moore. Ted Danson, uh, and he's great on that. He like makes the show. Bobby Moynihan was also in um, Star Wars Resistance and uh, Ducktales. The new new Ducktales. Whatever. Wow. Good for him. I don't yeah. know. Uh, anyway, so explosive yeah, so diarrhea. That's. Boy, that's not great. So when we have summer parties at our place, you do a slip and slide. The slip and the yep. giant hundred foot yep. slip and slide is part of it. Yep. And if anybody shows up leaking brown fluid out their ass, <laughs> they can just stay off the slip and slide, please. Unless it's me, because <laughs> I've had like twelve Budweisers by then, and then yeah, this, the uh, the old the old, re- the old rectal strength isn't quite what it used to be. <laughs> Where? <laughs> we at with like um rectal strength no rectal prolapse i feel like we understand that yeah we're with peeing in a public pool go for it don't that's exactly where i thought you both what do you you mean where are we at (laughs) pro or against (laughs) well i'm against i'm pro lucas is pro well rami never to go swimming with lucas at brian park now discuss or in his redneck pool. God, well, I know what your I know why your redneck pool's so warm now. Dude, you have like four ounces in five thousand gallons. I mean, four ounces. Well, I'm not like saving it up to get you in there. Get your, four you need to get your four ounces. You need to get your prostate checked, buddy. Drink more water. I, if I have to like really take a piss, then I'm gonna go take a piss. But dude, that's like, like a, a a Dixie cup of pee. Yeah, I know. Just saying, I'm not like, dude. Yeah, you, spraying it all around you, in there. And you, just... probably, you probably need to get your prostate checked, buddy. <laughs> if you're only doing four ounces at a time, I wonder how much how much I pee. Well, I should measure it next time. How much do you think you pee? What ounce wise? I don't know. I mean, I think a normal like, because I don't like go pee every time I feel like I have to pee. It's like twelve ounces. Yeah, you have, you hold it up. But if I'm just in the pool, I'm like, oh, a little psst, a little squirt. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Well, I'm never going to swim with Lucas, I guess. Dude, I don't, any I don't think I've ever... been in has been half. Well, yeah, but you don't have to, I don't have to know that you're doing it at the time. Oh, I've done other things in that pool. <laughs> <laughs> little little jean jamming, but without the jeans. Yeah. We had a pool in our backyard for like two years, and I definitely ever... took advantage of that. Yeah. Did you yeah. pee in it? There we go! <laughs> pee, pee, wasn't, pee wasn't what was in it. Oh, my gosh. But it comes through the urethra. <laughs> Little sailors, little seamen. Yeah, yeah. They were they were submarine. That's, that's where Jude's brother went. <laughs> Lenny. <laughs> well, she well, was she was pregnant at the time, so uh, yeah. In this house? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Jude. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Has Jude only lived in this house? Mm-hmm. Well, where else would he live? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, Elijah lived in multiple houses. Okay, but he lived under 18. the over, overpass for a stint, but yeah. we got him. We got him back. I, I couldn't remember. Uh, time is, is a myth, man. I've been here for like in this house for like 15 years. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Jude's 11, so yeah, he's been here. Is this the house that you've lived in the longest? Yes. In your, so mm-hmm. even with your parents, when you lived with your parents? No, I was with, I mean, I was, 
are we, are we counting college? No. If you, I was lived with him until I was eighteen, moved to college. So you lived in the same house till you were eighteen? Uh, no, and they moved there when I was one, so seventeen okay. years there. So yeah, we're almost to the, this you're is almost, almost the longest. Wow. Yeah, this is almost mm-hmm. your your deathbed home. Like your home well, I mean that's probably it's <laughs> probably gonna happen sooner <laughs> I mean, than later. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what you Cheers, know. We're, everybody, we're we're building our house, and I'm like, man, but it's got stairs. Like we want to live here forever. And then I was like, "Let's be honest. I'm either gonna have like knee replacement by the time I'm 50. Mm-hmm. Are you? Are you? So are you moving? Is, is uh, we're on moving the same to property the, to the grass next door? Uh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So, um, but yeah, I was having that same conversation mm-hmm. today. I was like, "Yeah, there's stairs, but yeah, let's be honest. We won't live here forever. I'm I know. Not gonna make Beth, it to that point. <laughs> Beth is definitely gonna want to move at some point. I think once the kids are. The question is, will you have to die before Beth can move? No, I mean I, I'm I'm on board with the idea of getting something smaller and, but right now with with Jude being Bloomington his age I don't know about Bloomington it's expensive down there fuck yeah fuck um Beth wants to live on a lake somewhere so um ooh painted hills do it that's what she wants to do and yeah I just I don't want to move right now I don't think it's a good time to do that I know we could sell our house for a gajillion dollars right now but oh shit she heard me damn it Beth we're trying to talk Matt into moving <laughs> you can build behind us. <laughs> oh yeah, just, shit! Just put your tiny house out there, and yeah, <laughs> damn it, Lucas, <laughs> it's not helping. Yeah. I anyway, like Beth. Anyway, well, I mean, I do too. I mean, <laughs> but you also have to live next to Matt. I'm quite fine. Well, no, I'm, I'm actually imagining See, they fair... stay here and she's living got a tiny next house to Beth. Great, in living next to Matt. It's <laughs> a fair point. My liver can't take it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it gets bad enough with Brad a quarter mile away. Oh, like, shit, imagine that, living next yeah. to Lucas. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, it's just a trail of aluminum Does have cans. Any, new, any more? <laughs> Halfway to bike school, <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm a, a cairn of cigar butts. Yeah, just like <laughs> yeah. We just light on fire Mark once, away. A, once a month just to just yeah. to burn it down into something reasonable. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, okay, so let's go into the the music segment. Yeah. Or did no. anybody have any news site feed? Nah. buddy. Yep. Uh, okay, let's go into the the music segment. Okay. Where's it at? I don't know. Music time. Music time. What help if I unmute uh, myself? Unmute yourself. There you go. There you go. If you like Icelandic falsetto, if you think that Kate's the good, actually. bomb, good, Jonesy. if you like to crank Marvin Gayo when you bang the Polly's Mall. Oh, it sneaks up. It does. It kind of does. I forget it's there. It's not even the worst song that's been written about my mom. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's not even the worst one. Pat- Patrick has a song worse than this one yes. about your mom. Yeah. So does Tracy. Music time. Music Music time. Music time. Great homage to uh, VeggieTales, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. Music time in the city. Music time. Uh, thanks, so thanks for that addition, Lucas. Really appreciate that. Am I going? Uh, yeah, let me unmute your computer real quick. Okay, hey, you do that. Hey, go for it. Okay, uh, the, set us up here, the Sparky. Al- <laughs> so you can interrupt me. 
And why were the the uh, the band is Black Midi. Uh, they put on a couple of years ago. They were barely out of high school at the time, and it was an incredible album. It took me a minute. Mm-hmm. It grew on me. It was one of the ones that had to grow on me. This is kind of like math rock a little bit. Okay. Like it's not straightforward. It's not. It's got a lot of other is it elements algebra, to it. or is it like? Uh, yeah, it's algebra, Michael. It's not, algebra rock. Not like trig though. No, mm, no, not that def- not that difficult. Anyway, uh, they just put out a new one. Uh, album's called Cavalcade. Uh, this is the first song, John L. Michael. <laughs> God damn it, man. This is why. Why not? <laughs> Sounds like somebody driving into a high school orchestra. <laughs> it's got some it's like, like an orchestra car crash. It's got some like Primus energy. Yeah, there is some. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Now that you say that, like, oh yeah, Primus. from the crowd. There's like horns sometimes. There's elements of like funk. I mean, it's just I don't know. I didn't stop it. He did that time. Wait for it. This is James Brown. Wait for it. Wait for it. This is a scene on Main Street. Same. I just, I don't know. I just really, yeah. All right. Yeah. It's really kind of right up my alley. It's just weird. It's weird, <laughs> and I, I like it. So. Well, nice. I've, I've got a, I've got something for you to pull okay. up for me. All right. Um, the artist. I got is, something to pull up for you. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're not on camera yet. That's true. Uh, Snarge. So just look up Snarge. S N A R G E. S N A A R J. I said that knowing that it was weird. A R A A R J. God damn it. Snarge. This is a kid who used to play drums for me at church. Really? Yeah. And he's. I, the best drummer I've ever played with. Um, he taught Judah for a while. Okay. Um, Which song? So it's on the second album, uh, Snarge 2. Snarge 2, yeah. Uh-huh. And then Bigelow. what's the third song? Because my daughter Fort just... Knox? Yeah, my daughter just started using my Spotify and it wiped everything I was looking oh, at. Oh, man. So, so Fort Knox. Yeah, okay. let's check out All Fort right. Knox. Right. Michael! Doing anything to- Sorry, it's not Snarge. <laughs> Damn, I like that. Oh, shit. Well, that's going in the library. (laughs) Yeah, these are uh, Jacob School grads. Oh, so they know their shit. Jazz program. Yeah. Dude, yeah. It's like a chord, but a horn chord. Yeah. A horn chord? Like a, like, you know, a chord on your guitar, but with multiple notes coming out of it. Fuck you. Yeah, and I think, I'm not too sure. I believe it's a saxophone player who layers parts, and then Ben, the drummer, who also plays other instruments. I think it's mainly a duo right, for recording. Dude, that's, that's, that's fucking great. Yeah, it's, okay, it's pretty yeah, sick. I'm in. I like it. I'm in on Snarge. Snarge. I'm all in on Snarge. <laughs> um... Buying snarge stock. Snarge.com, where all the snarges can get along. Stop it. What do you have? We can eat other snarges. 
<laughs> Sounds like a Dr. Seuss character. Michael, what are you doing? Are you gonna mute oh, the music? Yeah. I didn't know you were going to turn it back well, up. Well, here's the thing. If I don't lift your thing up, then you'll get mad at me later. And then he has to play Gaslighter to fill the empty space. Yeah, I have to. A hole. So, <laughs> Lucas reminded me of this. I added, I was totally going to come in with a different song, but now Lucas reminded me. Um, Thanks, there, there's this artist called SPRBK. What would that mean? What What is spring that? Break. Is it Spring Break? Spring Break! Woo! It's not Superbook. Oh, like the Bible? Yeah. That's, oh. That was kind of my thought. Anyway, yeah, Spring Break would have an R in the BRK. So. I, I, I literally don't know uh, if this is... S-P-R-B-K? S-P-R-B-K. I don't know if Maybe this... it's Spray Book. It's like all the girls I... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Facebook, but where you jerk off a lot. Yeah. Um... The okay, so what what is that music? What? what oh, music? Is, is your is, is your oh, my daughter was playing music and it was coming out of my phone. Oh, nice. I need to oh. kick her off my she screwed up my algorithm. I was like, oh, oh what's some dude. new music I can listen to? I, and it's I, like all I finally... pop and pop country. Yeah. yeah. Now time to get she can get around. She's old enough. But now. I listen to music like two times a week and she listens all day so so sprbk um they released a bunch of songs and i literally don't know if it is serious or if it's like what's the word i'm looking for spoof yeah Uh, i have no idea so this is this is their song called hit christian song Just another day All the lights have gone away Not trying to convince me it's good People are mean My world is a pretty evil place And everyone around just loves to shout I wake up late in the morning Traffic jams are never ending Struggling to work I literally don't know if this, this is an outtake from Michael's album. Yeah. It's not being played nearly fast enough. Feels real to me, buddy. I can't tell. But like, and then there's some there like then rap and like. Right, this is called Student Ministry Anthem. Student Ministry Anthem. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. This is a DC talk album. Fist bumps, root beers, uh-huh. pizza slices, cool volunteers. Let's go. Fundraisers, side hustles. See now that. Mission trips, trivia, service project, prayer wall, Jesus prom, dodgeball, Jesus prom. Ping pong, excited to be here. Now sing this song. Hey, this is the student ministry anthem. Boy, dude, I can't tell. I can't tell. I, I literally don't know. The thing that makes me think it's not earnest is that all the songs are like. Here's another one. Dave Ramsey targeted. money. Oh, the, yes, yes. Dave Ramsey money. That's how we do it. Let's go. Nashville, state of mind, every dollar on time, 1K, emergency fund, car repair, get done, baby steps, set free, gazelle light, intensity, big dreams, within my means, second child, within my means, alright here's Chick-fil, Chick-fil-yay, 
Waffle fries! Boy. I, I'm leaning more towards spoof at this point. Yeah, yeah they have 197 monthly listeners. <laughs> I don't get... I, there's no information about yeah. the artist. Chicken nuggets! <laughs> I can't tell. I don't know. So, anyway, SPRBK, Superbook, or... I don't... Hold on, wait. It's getting ready to... Spicy chicken! All right, that's it. <laughs> it's got to be spoof. It's got to be. I'm leaning towards spoof. I think if they had any songs that were just, like, not about something, like... like They have a song called Babylon B. They've got a... Like Christian culture. Like, yeah. it's sort of a mocking yeah. of Christian culture. Preacher yeah. sneakers. They've got a... You know, it's... Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. So I feel like we need a palate cleanser, though. Do yeah. you get a palate cleanser? I can, do I? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Sure. We, I got to get that out of my head. <laughs> And then, and then from whatever Matt plays, I've got something to lift us up. For, okay. You know, fun oh, after. is that how it is? I'm just guessing. Okay. Uh, the band is novel, uh, stylized N0V3L. It's actually more like novella. So. No. Uh, the album is nonfiction. The song is untouchable. Nonfiction novel? Mm-hmm. No, it's called nonfiction. The song's called Untouchable. Non-fiction. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Let's see what they did there. Non-fiction novel. Doesn't exist. It's got a real 80s, uh, 80s new wave vibe to it. Okay, kind of a long intro, sorry. Chicken Nuggets! If I was in college in like 1983, I'd oh be yeah, you'd be listening to that. to that. Yeah, very heavy, heavy 80s vibe. Yeah, I was born in 1983, so it might have been your baby in the college. year of the Jedi. The year of the Jedi. Yeah. He so was in college in 1983. I know he wasn't. He said if he was in college. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Good God. Oh, man. sorry. You think you'd yeah. learn. <laughs> sorry. All right. Every yeah. fucking time. Right. Uh, so this is not new. Okay. But it's fucking summertime, and this is my summertime album. Okay. So it's called Free Energy. Some people might know this. They're a Minneapolis band. I don't even know if they're still around. I don't think they've done anything in a long time. Okay. Album. Stuck on Nothing. Okay. And then uh, second to the last song, Hope Child. Hope Child. Every song on this album, like, you know how you were saying with the first one, like, you know, it takes a little while to yeah. grow. Every song on this album, I feel like first time you, you, I get it. Yeah, like and it's yeah. like it's Dude, a twenty ten. Holy shit! Yeah, I said it's not yeah. new, but every time I think like, oh, it's summer. Yeah, like okay. it's got some like T Rex energy. Yeah, I can see like seven. Yeah. Just a rock album, but the the vibe is just super like fun on a lot of pretty much every song. This is like you're getting the drinks out yeah. before you get in the pool, you know? <laughs> and then... It has yeah. some, like, a... Uh, friends, friends are coming in the gate, and then you jump in the pool cannonball! Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I can see that. I'm With this album, I'm like, any song, you know? Yeah. I just... Yeah. 
but it's a Windows Down album. Yeah. yeah. It's super. I think part of the thing that like you get it on the first time around is like it's shallow. It's there's not a lot there, but yeah. it's like yeah. I, every year I'm like, yeah, summertime. This is it. Yeah. So. All, right. All right, I got I got one more. Uh, you guys know Danny Elfman, right? Uh huh. The composer does a lot of films. The Simpsons. Um, Beetlejuice. Uh, Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he came. He's out. Uh, Jenna's dad. No, <laughs> no, no, he's not. No, I'm with you. She, she's in Fear boy, of the Walking she, Dead. Dharma and Greg. Boy, boy, did she drop? She's in. No, she's, she's in a show. She's still? in Fear of the Walking Dead. Wow, yeah. oh, I thought okay. she dropped off the face of the planet, yeah. man. Yep. Um. Anyway, so he came out with his, I guess, second album that was like not for like a, a film. Uh, so it's just a rock album, and uh, this is a song called "Sorry" from the album "Big Mess." Just came out. So. It's like when I use my loop pedal and I can't get my guitar yeah. loop to line up in time with everything else. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. It's uh, yeah. definitely worth checking out. Yeah. He did Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, yeah. he did. Fuck. Fuck he's yeah. one of the, yeah. the, he's the better modern composers. Yeah. And so. it, it, there's, in that riff, like you kind of <laughs> feel some, like the, I don't know, the, whatever scale he's using or something, but it, it, there's like a dissonance to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, even in the Simpsons theme is my favorite of his work. Yeah. Um, I'm like, Ooh, I, I feel some like similar mm-hmm. intervals there yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah. All right. That's good. So let's go into Foofy. Praise um, God. yes. Passing ammunition. Uh, is that from Dix- Dixie Chicks? <laughs> Praise the Lord and Patsy Ammunition. Uh, to- it's be a Toby Keith album, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds more. Um, Matthew P- <laughs> Matthew Paul Turner is a blogger, speaker, and author of several books, including uh, the best-selling "When God Made You" and "When I Pray for You." Matthew lives in Nashville, Tennessee, with his three children. Uh, he's here to talk about his uh, book with Rachel Held Evans called "What Is." God like incredible book. Great interview. Great interview. Yeah. Great dude. Yep. Um, and just, uh, uh, a, a really great tribute to, uh, Rachel held Evans. And, yeah, and, and the, the interview really is too. I mean, we only spent about 20 minutes talking about the book. Really? We yeah. Spent a lot of time talking about her legacy and him coming out. It's just, just an all around good interview. Yeah. Yeah. So without Damn. further ado, here's our conversation with Matthew Paul Turner. Matthew Paul Turner, are you there? (laughs) 
He's clearly there, Michael. He's, he's there. Yeah, I yeah. see him. Uh, th- thanks again for coming on the podcast. I know I've said that like six times now since we've been started talking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now we're now we hit record. Uh, it's official. This is and, but my response is not going to be like, you know, legitimate. It's going to feel fake. Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, it's good to be here. Um, <laughs> so um, first off, we 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 know that we had a, a mutual friend in Steve Austin. Um, he had yeah. had mentioned you to us a few times, and I know he was so happy for you when you came out. Uh, he valued your friendship. Um, number one, yeah. thank you for being there for him. Um, and and we're so sorry for your loss, man. Yeah. Uh, do you have? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the, the question, the right question is for that. I don't. We just, we spent about an hour and a half last week remembering Steve mm-hmm. and remembering his jokes, his his impact, <laughs> um, yeah. some of the stupid shit he said, and yeah. um, <laughs> just you know. I, do you have any any kind of whether it is something of the ridiculous Steve or the impactful Steve to, yeah. you know, that jumps out to share with us. What I, okay. I've known Steve forever. We didn't really become close until last summer after I came out and, um, he was walking through his own story, um, with his orientation. Um, and, so we certainly connected on that, but we connected on lots of various topics from writing to, he talked a lot about his pig, um, <laughs> which was a hermaphrodite. I don't know if y'all knew that, but like that, the pig, the, the pig, he went to get it spayed and I got, he sent me this video and he's like, you know, he goes, you're never going to guess my, my pig has balls. And it was like, not supposed to have balls. And so, uh, I think I remember him saying something. Yeah. It's, that. it's just, Yeah. <laughs> But um, what I what I loved about Steve is that he made you feel like you were the only person in your life at that particular time whenever he was engaging you. Yep. And yet I have been blown away by how many people felt so close to Steve. Like that's yeah. what a what a gift of humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I feel like, you know, in this weird world of online friendships where most of us like are especially after the year that we've had with COVID and all that and we we, we already feel disconnected and, and and it's it's people like Steve who make us feel less alone and they make us feel um seen and heard and you and needed in a lot of ways yeah. and and yet you realize wow he did that for a lot of people what a gift of yeah. a man he, he he really was and i just think it's it's it my my when you like i never had like i never got to meet steve in person like every interaction was either like facetime or texting or marco polo or you know a zoom call or two and and it was um it's weird to mourn mm-hmm. somebody you feel distant with like there are you know that you, you know i i don't know his family i don't know his like his circle of friends that you know lived in his hometown and um but man i felt like i he made me feel like i was one of his best friends and i don't even know what that was i don't know if that's true but like he like we were texting on on the day he died and 
and so it just um he was a gift of a man and yeah. he brought yeah. important topics that so many people in the church world were afraid to talk about he just laid them all out and he was vulnerable for all of us um and even with even in his pain and even in his like loneliness and even in he made us all feel seen and i i i, I don't fully understand that yeah and it's yeah. so but i know it's beautiful yeah it's been it it's so it's been a, a shitty week. Yeah, it has been. A, it really has. Yeah. Um. He 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 was super in involved for for a while in our on our online community of people who listen to our 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 podcast, and it's amazing. Like you said, it's so amazing to see how many people he was consistently communicating with, mm-hmm. in, in the same manner that 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 we felt like we were we were best friends. You know. Yeah. And you know we check up on each other, and you know it, it just um. Yeah, it's it's it speaks to who he uh, was as a human. And he was so like it, he was one of those people who it was hard to sometimes believe he struggled as much as he did because he was always on like he was always like he was always making me feel better about myself. Like I mean like I and I had just like finished there were just so many things that he had going for him, like with having just come out and having, you know, having these books that were like two books that were in, you know, already finished and in the process of being published. And it just, um, I, and, and, and so many people, I know I, I've talked to several of his friends who were like me, distant friends, but very in, involved in his story. They were all, we were all in contact with him during all, you know, during this whole time. Um, and so, and we all asked questions mm-hmm. to make yeah. sure he was okay. Cause we knew that there was some, I mean, we knew that there was a story, you know, his, there was some stuff going on with his family and I don't want to get in all that, but like yeah, there was yeah, just right, some yeah. stuff that he was dealing with. And, and we knew that. And we asked every one of us asked, like, how are you doing? Like, how, how is it that, like, how are you emotionally? We know, you know, and he gave us all the right answers. And I, um, and so I, you know, it's one of those things where we yeah. don't, I, I won't ever understand fully yeah. why he made that choice, but like, it does not negate the fact that he was a beautiful human and a really good friend. And I am like forever grateful that I have those Marco Polos that I can go back and look <laughs> at and laugh at and, you know. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, okay. So how do you transition? Well, thank, thank there's no, you. there's no great way to transition. Yeah. Out. First, no, first thank you for sharing. Yeah. That. yeah thank thank you. you for sharing. We, I, I, we all, I mean, our whole community just love the hell out of Steve yeah. and hearing about him more from someone else is a gift. So thank you. Yes. Well, and it's good to hear just you echo everything else that everybody yeah. has said. I mean, it's just, there's just this common theme that you yeah. hit on. I mean, I mean, he was just, he was just, I think I said he contained all the energy of the universe in himself and just gave it to everybody. And totally. Yeah. And I, and, and, and in some, like that makes that, that actually gives a really beautiful picture. Like he, maybe he gave, maybe he gave every bit of his life away. Like, you know, like in, in, in a, in a sense that he, some days he just didn't have enough left for himself yeah. because I know that he, yeah, I, it, it was one of those things where, um, 
on Sunday morning, I, he didn't respond to my, I followed up. You know, I, I responded to his text and he didn't respond, which was really weird. Mm-hmm. And that morning, the next morning, I texted him again. Hey, man, what's going on? And it, my text came back in green. And, oh, man. and so you like, you, you, I, it didn't click. It didn't, yeah. I can sometimes, you know, sometimes the text messages do come in green. Yeah. Like that's, so it didn't instantly click, click, but now I go back and I look at that and I think, Oh, like it just, yeah. And yeah. I just, um, you know, I just feel like I have a lot of anger toward the things that made all that possible. Yeah. Like I, you know, the fact that he was able to go into a store and, buy things and make things happen. And that's just, that's, that pisses me off and I'm angry about that. But um, for the most part, I just, um, I, I've learned a little bit about how to mourn somebody I've never met, but feel like I've loved this week. And, um, and it's, um, it's been a learning, beautiful learning thing for me too. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, So let's, let's, talk a little bit about, about you and, and your religious background, um, and, and how you've come to be where you are now. Um, who, who is Matthew Paul Turner? Uh, <laughs> I'm still figuring that out, I yeah. think, but I mean, I, I grew up, I don't remember a time when I didn't have some sort of relationship with God, whether it be forced or like real or something. I, I, my parents, I, my, I was born into Christianity. My parents were members of a Methodist church. When I was four, we left that Methodist church and helped start an independent fundamental Baptist church. And our whole entire life changed at that point. And we became completely engulfed in the the story of what was happening in that church. Like everything from our what how what we wore, what we did on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays and evenings, um, how my parents talked, like every aspect of our life, what we were allowed to do, what we weren't allowed to do, um, it just drastically changed. Um, I, you know, we went to that church. I was there for um, fourteen years. They the, the church ended up starting a school, um, and I was that I went to started first grade in the in the school um, and went all the way to 12th grade. Um, I had Barbies burned in front of me to explain hell in the second grade. Um, and oh so, my God. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it was, you know, uh, it was that kind of environment where hell was our best friend. Like we could not, we wouldn't, Jesus was pointless without hell. Um, and we, like our whole existence revolved around this need for hell um because if there wasn't a hell it made all the things that we did pointless it made us all it, you know it wasn't wasn't worth it um and i i grew up in a lot of with a lot of fear and anxiety and honestly the school was more toxic than the church um the school was where you know the church was where we learned all about these things that we were supposed to follow um the school was where it was demanded where it was like proclamated over us Mm -hmm. and we people who didn't have experience with children or shouldn't have been around children were put in the position to, you know, demand these things be, be played out. And so, um, 
you know, my uh, the year I went away to school, I I I, I stayed home for college for two years. Um, after a, I had back surgery, I grew up with scoliosis. Um, had a brace, wore a brace twenty three hours a day, um, for, up until I was fourteen. Then twelve hours a day, and then I had, you know, then I went and uh, then I had surgery, and so I stayed home for two years. But the year I left for Belmont University in Nashville was the year my parents left that church. And while I was away that during that first semester, they helped another, they helped start another church. And it turned out to be just as bad as that one. Um, and so like, it was this, um, I had a very toxic abusive, spiritually abusive um, experience. Like, and, and you know, when you talk about spiritual abuse, people, it, spiritual abuse is a weird, um, it's a weird topic for many people because there's, you know, when you talk about abuse, there's usually, scenarios that you can point to and say i was abused at that point right there or i was you know in in other abuse in other forms like there's a you can go back to one particular moment that's not always true but that's all often true that there's a there's moments when you can look back and say this is what happened with spiritual abuse it was like being hooked up to an iv and and an abuse dripped into me a little bit over time yeah. and you you don't realize you've been abused until you're you know it's way too late and you don't know exactly what it is that you've experienced and what yeah. is reality. Like, I, I had a, um, not only was I, um, had, did, did, not only was I raised in a very toxic environment for spirituality, I was convinced I wasn't. <laughs> so, yeah, sure. so it's the, the wake up. I, I just know that every step away from my childhood experience, created this um, this chaos in my life and i just learned to keep secrets i learned to i learned to know what i was allowed to tell and what i wasn't allowed to tell um and you you just fall into the habit yeah. and so um yeah so that that was my a little bit of my spiritual upbringing. I mean, like I, you know, and I and I went on, you know, I had my I had my like experience with Calvinism in college. You know, I think everyone experiments with Calvinism in college. <laughs> so um, I had that, and so that was you know awesome. And it was, um, you know, but even that was like you know, my parents, my parents thought I had just fallen off the deep end with Calvinism. So everything that was just remotely different yeah. than what I created this chaos in my, between me and my family that just, I mean, I went, when I went, when I, you know, I wasn't all go to the movie theater. And so I went to the movie theater when I was, uh, my first mo trip to the movie theater was when I was almost 20 and uh, my parent, my mom found out and she, you know, called me up and she just wept just crying oh, yeah. and so every experience big and small was that kind of experience so yeah and you i mean a, a lot has changed you've grown quite a bit out outside <laughs> of that um he's, he's seen three movies you know, you, you've seen at yeah. least three movies now um but uh, yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> things have changed yeah so, <laughs> so so we are are three days away from the one year anniversary of you publicly coming out as a gay man well uh, actually no i came out in july so it, oh, was, you, july. it, it was july okay july 17th um i it was i'm one year away from 
when uh, like our, I am exactly a year away from when I told my parents um, oh, I came out. Okay. And gave me, um, wow. that, gotcha. So yeah, I came so, out in July on July seventeenth. So okay, uh, my, I got the, the month. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's June, July. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we need to talk to our thirty re- days off. Talk to our research department. Yes, our yeah, research your fact checker. <laughs> yes, yes. So he's on vacation. I, I thought I was doing good. I, I I literally did fact check that. Like I went and I just that's for, it's, a, it's really okay. Like I yeah. So. So first of all, thank you for, for, for doing that. Um, it, and I've seen some of the, the utter toxic bullshit that you've had to deal with online. Um, how, how has that this last year or, or 11 months uh, publicly been for you to go through um, that? I, to be very honest, um, the first month was absolute shit. Like it was hard um, and because like, you know, you have one on one side, you have a whole bunch of people who don't know you, who are churchgoers, and they lash out in their their normal way. And those are all the things that I kind of anticipated. Yeah. Um, and then you have an audience within the the LGBTQ community who assumes that I have been this asshole Christian for you know so long, and I all of a sudden have decided to come out, and that I ex- anticipate this this you know acceptance or whatever and i because i despite the fact that i have like um you know uh done all these things against this community or against the lgbtq community um and and you know what like i had to get to a place where i i was given some advice long 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 ago when it that when it came to like just speaking your truth um i just kind of had to let let the pieces fall because I, I've, eventually you, you can you can search my you can search the history of my Twitter and I've never said anything. I mean, I've been supportive of the LGBTQ community, community as a Christian, as a person of uh, influence for a very long time. And but I'm not I'm not going to like that wasn't my job at that point to defend any of that. Like yeah. I just let it I let it go. And so that was it was really hard though because like you, it's hurting. It's it's people who are hurting. You, you 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 see the same you see the pain that the church has caused so many people um and so for that first month was really hard but on the flip side of that i received an incredible amount of support and love like i mean and i don't think that my experience is necessarily indicative of what happens in people's lives who come from my like my background um, I, you know, despite all the people who didn't know me, let, you know, you know, putting a lot of hate on me, um, for the most part, the people who did know me, um, or knew of my, what I did and knew, knew Jessica, um, like, uh, that they supported me and loved me and sent me encouragement. And it was a, um, it was a big surprise because I feared, I feared the worst. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's weird to see something that is um, been something that has been such a personal part of your story, um, of, of your family story for a long time, get turned into a headline. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where I had, you know, Christian organizations. Um, 
<laughs> you know, using the picture of me and my kids, you know, um, uh, you know, just trashing me and then having some sort of like anti homosexual, like fundraiser Jeez. down at the bottom and things like that. And that's the, that was, that's the kind of stuff that was really, you know, it was, it was hard, but I had people, I planned way ahead. I had people who, uh, my friends who like took over my social media and they handled everything. Um, and I, I could seriously, I could write a book about the first five days probably, um, uh, of that experience. But for the most part, I, um, I, I'm, I knew that I, I knew that I wanted to listen for a long time. I said no to a whole bunch of media. I said no to a whole bunch of podcasts. Like lots of people wanted to talk to me and I just didn't want to do that. Sure. For the, for the sake of, you know, Jessica, who was extremely supportive and, and has been the, a, a champion in my whole story and, and yet has been hurt. And, and, and this has been really, truly difficult for her. And I, we wanted we wanted to respect each other and that was just one way that i decided like we're not gonna we're not gonna do media for a long time um and so and and, and besides like i mean it's funny because like literally three days after i came out within three days after i came out um i had two lgbtq like conferences that wanted me to come and talk and i and it's just like i like i that's there are so many other people who are more prepared more um more deserving of this like the position to say something um than i am and i it just so i and a lot of these people who were getting looked over for me they are people whose stories have made my story easier yeah. and i just like so there's a um so it's a it, it has been a a really beautiful learning experience for me um it's been really hard personally um my you know, things with my family are not great. Um, they, it's, uh, and you know, that's okay right now. I mean, like, you know, it's like at, at some point you just have to know that that's with my, with my parents and my sisters and their families is what I mean. When I say my family, yeah. I'm not talking about my kids and just, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, but like, it's, uh, you know, we, we literally yesterday was the, the, the one year anniversary of me moving into a new house. And, uh, and so like, it's, it's, um, it's been a really beautiful, chaotic, hard year, but I'm I'm alive. <laughs> so, so with with you know your religious upbringing, mm -hmm. and with um, you know coming out as a, as a mm -hmm. gay man, seeing some of the worst parts of Christendom, um, why 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 do you still like God? <laughs> why why? Why are you still into that guy yeah. or, or that being? Yeah. I mean, in some ways I, it's, it's, it's just been so much a part God has been such a vivid part of my entire story. Letting God go is a, is as much a, is, 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 is as difficult as dealing with, the bullshit that comes when comes with believing in God. Um, because like, you know, guys, like I have days when I feel like I'm an, I'm an atheist and I have days when I feel like I'm a Pentecostal. I mean, like, you know, you just have those moments <laughs> where you hear the right song at the right time and you're like, Oh gosh, that is the most beautiful thing. And I, I know it's always, I always like 
it used to be that those kinds of moments would like compound be compounded with shame or guilt or whatever you know like what's you know those kinds of things and that uh, i let that kind of stuff go um i have just got to a place where it's like when you stop being afraid of what you don't know um the the control that people have on you you don't ever have to like worry about like you you you, you the people who have controlled you for your entire life on some level in various ways, they lose the power. And it's, um, you know, a little by little, you start to take back some of that power. And, it, and it's not like you ever stop being afraid because that's not, I mean, like you, there's always a fear um, in that that's a part of our, our stories, um, but you become less and less afraid. And in that process, you become more and more powerful in your own story in your own self and um and you learn not to allow other people's projections um to control you yeah yeah but uh, I, but to answer your question i mean you know some days i answer i ask myself the same question i mean yeah. you know but like i i think that it's um I you, you I can't get away from the God story. I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. it's just, like it's just with me. Yeah, I mean we we've, we've said that on this podcast a number of times that it's I mean it's it's how I grew up. I mean I I played baby Jesus as like an infant. So like I mean I've, yeah I've been around the church. He also for, played middle aged Jesus. I did too, play middle aged Jesus. That. I played every stage of Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not to not to brag or anything. Uh, I played Judas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very appropriate for our friendship. Yes. Um, but like, I mean, I, I mean, the church, I mean, I went to, to Bible college and I, I mean, I was a pastor and I mean, I, yes. I mean, this thing is just, it's just ingrained in me. And so everything I read or do now, even that's not specifically Christian, you still filter it through the, the, the those lenses. I mean, you can't get rid of those lenses. I mean, <laughs> you can't get rid of the lenses. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I mean, I have people, I know people who have deconverted and, you know, walked away from, and I, and I, I get it. I get, I mean, I it, like, you know, it makes, it makes sense. I mean, I, I understand that. Um, but I, I don't mind sitting in the tension of it. Like, yeah. I, I think that's what I guess I don't, you know, I, I um, when you start to realize that every, every faith has a, a, a you know, a myriad of similarities to your faith mm-hmm. in that it is filled with contradictions. It's filled with things that make us emotionally connected to it. Um, you know, I, I'm not like, I'm never going to use God as a weapon mm-hmm. ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was the basis of my life. God was my weapon. You know, I, and, 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 and it was like, it was like, I, it was like a God was like the staff that that the power came out of. And I even when I wasn't able to wield that power, I knew that power was going to like happen. And, you know, eventually that person was going to go burn in hell. So that was my, you know, <laughs> there was that that um, parting gift, if, if you will, yeah. um, it, to the to the person that I was. So like when you start when you like I traveled with um, I, I, w- I was on the story of God uh 
I, the first season of Story of God, I was asked to be a writer on set with Morgan Freeman and the National Geographic um, people. And so one of the beautiful things about that experience, other than like the experience, um, was just being able to see up close Christianity uh, next to Judaism, Islam, mm -hmm. Hinduism, Buddhism, and to see it like we would go to, you know, in the morning we would have like a Christian thing that we would do. And then we'd go to a thing that was related to um, Buddhism in the afternoon. And then that evening we'd have something else that was dealing with Islam. And so like, I got to see these religions up close and you, 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 you talk to people who have studied um, Egyptian archeology span and you ask the person a question about like, can we talk about the story of Moses? And she was like, sure, which one? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, yeah. and, and, and it, and for a minute you, you want to bring on the defense, but then you, you engage that. Yeah. Um, and you find out that, oh my gosh, like this, there, there are lots of stories that have been written down that lend itself to the story of Moses that you are mm -hmm. familiar with, the yeah. one that is just so connected to your life. Well, that didn't make the story of Moses any less of a big deal in my life. I still wanted to go see the Nile. I still wanted to go and kind of engage it that way. But it made me less afraid of all the things mm -hmm. because it's just like, you know what? This story might just be what it is, a story. But it also it maybe maybe there's there's this grandiose connection that we all can yeah, experience from it too, um, and so like you you stop being afraid of the you stop seeing the story that 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 were that we grew up learning as like guilt and shame inducing, and you start just seeing them as stories, and you're like you know I can I can engage that story um, and, and and still love it and not be all that moved if I find out tomorrow that Moses was a complete fraud. I mean, you know, like it just, yeah. it's not <laughs> yeah. going to yeah. affect me. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I, so I, the book, we got to talk about the book. We're halfway in. So the book is called, what is God like? Yeah. Um, uh, this is our first children's children's is, interview. Is yeah. it children's book? This I is the first one. When was the last when we would, would have I, done one? I don't this know. This is not a this, children's this book. This is not a puck. I, no, when, I, when I posted really it online, bad. I posted a picture with me drinking, well, not me, but whiskey. Uh, bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> bourbon. Yeah, yeah, it was bourbon. It was Blanton's. Yeah. Um, so um, they initially sent the PDF, they, the, and you sent a copy of the, the physical book. Um, but I was reading the PDF and, and knowing that it was one of Rachel's final works um, in, in such a, uh, a beautiful inclusion uh, or inclusive. And just so you know, uh, let me let me let me correct that. Rachel was working on a, a, another book for adults. So they're, they're just like that's not out in the open, but there is another yes. book for adults that is actually in the process like that. I'm not involved in that, but I mean. It's not her last book, and I just yeah, don't. I, I don't. I just, I just didn't not, want people to. Yes, I just yes. don't want people to think that it's like, oh my gosh, this is the last yes. testament yeah, of Rachel. Yeah, yeah. That's why I want to say one. Yeah, yeah, This is absolutely okay. That I can, um, yeah. yes, yes. Um, and I, I read it and I cried. I, I was just like, 
just because of how inclusive it is and, and, and what we grew up with is, yeah. is, is it's, it's nothing like no. I grew up yeah. with mm-hmm. at all. And it's so perfect. I, I read it to my kids, yeah. you know, and, um, I don't typically read those kind of books to my kids, <laughs> you know, yeah. right. you know, but yeah. I felt comfortable reading it with them. Yeah. So, um, it's, there's something, first of all, like, being asked to being invited to do this. Like, I mean, I've known, I've known Rachel for a very long time. We were friends and dear friends. And, um, and I watched her like story explode as she became more and more popular, more and more prolific. Um, you know, and it's, uh, just, I was, was there when she died. And certainly, I just felt real connected to her and mm-hmm. her story. Um, when I was invited to do this, and my, my first my first inclination was like, I, I'm, I'm I'm this white dude. Like, how am I the right person to do this? I mean, I know that Rachel loved my children's books. Like, she was read my children's books to her kids. Um, but still like rachel stood for the other um she mm-hmm. stood up for people who were oppressed uh, people of color black women um lgbtq people uh just people whose voices other so many of the church so much of the church ignored or mm-hmm. diminished rachel elevated their voices mm-hmm. right like um and and what a i mean that's just one element of her testimony that is just powerful and so like my first thing was like am i the right person for this like am i is this really for me and so i had to not only have a really long conversation with dan um i i needed to know that rachel's friends were at least i didn't need them to like you know blanket me with compliments but just to affirm that I am the person for this. And mm-hmm. so like, it took me a little bit to, to, to get to the conclusion that I was, I, it, that Rachel would want this. And Dan was the one that would said, Matthew, even if Rachel was here writing this book, she would, you would be one of the first people she would come to because she knows that you've, you've done this before. Um, and so taking her idea and, and bringing it across the finishing line was the most, one of the most powerful beautiful healing things of my entire career sure it will will long be that way absolutely um she is like i i was going through a shit year when i got that book and it was some of the best moments yeah writing that book for that of of 2019 and 2020 um early 2020 and so i um there were moments when I swear, like I, you, you, I swear, I, I swore that I was channeling her in, in a weird, you know, you just, I, of course, we as Christians are prone to those kinds of, or like people who grew up in our faith, like we're prone to those kinds of moments once in a while. Um, it, maybe we're a little on the, we're, <laughs> it's easy for us to kind of go there, yeah. but there were, there were moments um, that I just, you know, I felt like I, I felt like I wanted to, I needed to feel that, I think, because I wanted 
my goal with this book was to become invisible to some degree. Like I wanted Rachel to shine. I wanted her voice to be heard. I wanted people to read the book and for, and in some ways forget that I had even participated. Um, and so that was, um, I worked, I worked incredibly hard on, on constructing a prose that Rachel, I believe would have loved. I can't say that it would have been the prose that she would have ended up with, but I can say that I believe she would read this book and feel like it was something that she'd embrace. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so, awesome. so well, how, how much of this, I mean, you know, when it comes to you, I mean, how much of this had she fleshed out herself? Did the you theology, have, the yeah. theology and the basic structure was all, all right. there. Like all right. there was like, I probably added, um, you know, it's, it's like the big, the, like, honestly, if you were to read the 200 words that she had written down for her agent for this, um, and then read my, read the thousand words that are presented, mm-hmm. um, you'd say, oh my God, it's pretty much the same damn book. Yeah. Like right, it's yeah, just, sure. it is really, it really has, um, I, I, you know, made it prettier. Like, honestly, like I made the, I made um, I added descriptions and gave it a rhythm. Um, yeah. uh, you know, I, it just, that's what, and I, and like, honestly, I did most of the things that I believe an editor would have worked with Rachel and a lot given, like helped her do like, yeah. that's kind sure. of what I, you know, yeah. have come to. And it, um, but man, it was a, when I finally finished it, I, you know, I've read it over a few times out loud. Um, I, I write, I usually, I, I, I go to empty parking lots and I write walking around empty parking lots and use my phone. Um, and I was reading it out loud and it, you know, that first read through it, I just, just broke down and wept. Um, and I just, you know, you get to a place where you're like, okay, I think this is, I think this is it. Um, I think this is the book. And so, yeah. Well, it it comes through. You said you kind of wanted to disappear into the background, and it, it if I didn't know what you had just said, I would have thought eh, Rachel wrote that, wrote most of that. Like, you, yeah, you really capture her I mean, voice. Yeah, you capture her voice. We 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 had we had the privilege of interviewing her a couple of years ago mm-hmm. over one of her books, and and it, it definitely captures how she views mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. So you really, you nailed that. I will and say that. I didn't think about you at all while reading it. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and, 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 and that's like the, Mission like honestly, Austin, Austin Channing Brown was, that was the first thing she said. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is Rachel. And yeah. that's like, that's, that was, that's the most beautiful compliment anyone could do can say yeah. because and, that's, and it proves that, and it proves that they picked the right person to do this. Yeah. Somebody wow, who knows her, I mean, who knows her voice, who is intimately friend, you know, friend, a yeah. friend with her. I mean, that, it just proves that they nailed it. So, no, well, thank you. Well done. I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah, I, it was a real honor. So, yeah. and, and it's it's really great. It's it's really just, <laughs> so, yeah, just, yeah. A, it's just yeah. a, a great. So, I, I actually read uh, a few nights ago to my kids, um, and and they loved it. Um, we don't we don't attend church regularly, mm-hmm. um, but um, but they really enjoyed it. Um, we had a good discussion afterwards. I asked. Uh, 
I asked my them each what their favorite part was. My daughter um, said that when God was compared to to being a mother, yeah. Um, and how empowering! Like, can we just stop? As like you know, here here we all are all dudes. Yeah. But to my daughter, hearing God with the she pronoun, yeah, mm-hmm. being compared to her mother or to a mother, that is a, I mean. Just like I know that's not it's not like it's a, a concept that is unheard of. It's, yeah. it's it isn't. It's a mm-hmm. common concept. But it but to those of us who have been diminished by the patriarchy or controlled or a part of the patriarchy, like it is a beautiful sentiment to have our sons and our daughters read this, read these pronouns and not become so attached or not become so afraid of hearing something that's different. Yeah. 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 And, and that was, that was, I mean, can you talk about that decision to, to include male, female? And yeah, I'm and, pretty sure you used non-binary pronouns yeah, in the we book did. as well. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't tell if that was where you were, you were going with. I would, yeah. I wanted to assume it was non-binary not Trinity talk. Um, cause, cause that, cause that can be yeah. like the plurality, mm-hmm. plurality, plurality. Well, but, plurality. but okay. And again, not very many people will pick up on this, but even when we talk even when there is that one moment, the, the the one moment where it is specifically Christian is when we do give mention to the tri- the Trinity or there's the Trinity the concept dancers. is there, right? The yeah, three yeah. to God is like a three. God is like three dancers and, and beautiful dancers, by the way. Right. And just so, stunning. but, but we just, we wanted to, if you, if I don't know if this will get picked up on by many, but like we wanted those characters to appear non-binary, like to mm-hmm. appear where, yeah. um, to be the they. Like I, so even if you were to think of they as in you know the Trinity, um, you would still be able to like have to go back and 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 think about. The characters and the characters don't necessarily fit into that. Yeah, it, um, it, it wasn't like in your face. It was just it was there. And and my mm-hmm. my son, that was his favorite part, just the non-binary yeah. aspect of it. Like he picked up on that and was able to re- read into it. And, and that it, it, I think that's so important. And I think uh, that's why I feel comfortable having a a, book, a children's book having you come on the podcast because yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't want to 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 bring a book or uh, uh, anything on, mm. on that didn't really align with kind of what, if I wouldn't read it to my own kids, surely I wouldn't want to sell it to somebody else's kids. Well, I, I here's the thing, like, and this was the, this, like I've written, this is my sixth children's book and it's the first time I've ever used pronouns for God. Like I, I usually, I just avoid it. Like God is God is yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel didn't avoid that. Like Ra- Rachel talked about, uh, God in the feminine voice yeah. and God in the they voice. And like it is, um, and people don't realize that there is scriptural precedence for these descriptions yeah. being used. Um, yeah. And, you know, even in the, um, and in some translations, the, you know, even in the creation story, God refers to themselves as we. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's just, uh, just because it's something, you know, just because we're so used to talking about God in a masculine, with a masculine pronoun, um, doesn't, you know, if God is everything, if God create, like, it's just, it makes no sense 
nobody yeah. thinks that God has a penis. Like, I mean, nobody, <laughs> like we, we, we don't sit around and contemplate that. But so like, it's, it, it and if, and if we are going to use he and, you know, as if God does have a penis, then God can have a vagina too. So, yeah. so. Yeah, it, 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 uh, I really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, thank you for oh, that. No, thank you. Well, and I thank think, you know, it's such a great resource for, for lack of a better term, quote unquote, progressive parents <laughs> or whatever. Uh, you know, I know as I was, you know, deconstructing and trying to be a pastor in, in kind of a conservative evangelical setting, one of my biggest struggles was trying to, to find a way to talk about the concept of God, like with your children, mm-hmm. um, I mean, how do you how do you even begin? I mean, you've you've, like, so you've written a number of, of books at this point, children's mm-hmm. books. How do you even begin to bring to get into a mindset to bring such a massive concept like a, a divine being down into terms? And I won't say dumb it down, but how do you bring it down into terms that, that kids can sort of understand and that paint like like you said, like paint a non non binary vision of God, that God is he, she, they, and none of those things at the same time. I write books. I don't think I realized this in the beginning. I've realized now through lots of therapy that um, (laughs) every one of my children's books are books that I've written to myself, like written to the, written to the kid who grew up in this environment um, and reimagined what would I want to hear? Like I, you know, for my first book, um, when God made you, there's a point, there's a part in it. And, and, and this is before I came out, like no one else would probably like, if you're not actively engaged in my story, this would never cross your mind, especially before I came out. Like, but if there's a part in it that says, uh, when God, you, you, when God sees you, God delights in what is and sees only what's true that you. Yes, you and all of your story bring color and rhythm and rhyme to God's story. So be you, fully you, a show-stopping review. Live your life in full color. Every tint, every hue, discover, explore, have faith, but love more and learn and relearn all that God made you for. When I wrote that, I was writing that. I was writing that because there was a point in my life where I didn't think I'd ever be, I that I didn't, I didn't think I'd ever come out. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 I and if that was the case, like I wanted to make sure that that other people could, yeah. Like I wanted, I, I, did, I wanted, I wanted to make sure that it was not going to be as hard for the kids that, sure, for our kids, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. for for them to be themselves and and be true and to know that God, like that, not only is God okay, that God delights, yeah, in yeah. In, in you. Yeah, the, in the gay you, in the transgender you, in mm-hmm. the non-binary you, like mm-hmm. God delights in you, and so when you start to, when you write a children's book to the kid that's in you, like you connect, you connect to other people's mm-hmm. kids. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I mean, that. it's just so like you know the kids and all of us, and like yeah, we're all. That's not the answer I thought you were going to give, but that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. What what's so crazy is um so we used to uh Matt and I and, and Brad Brad's on vacation this week. Um but uh we had a church plant and we um we're we're growing and learning about who we were as Christians and there became a time where we decided we needed to come out as affirming. And um 
at, at, to, to our church, to our congregation. And we're in a little red, we're in a red, 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 red city in a red, red County. Um, yeah. and, um, <laughs> it, it was actually yeah. Rachel's words that we used whenever we, um, came out. We, we had, I, I prepared the slides of all of mm-hmm. her step-by-step, like breaking down how we need to be affirming of people, um, from I, some blog that she had years ago. Yeah. Um, and just to think that like such an impact she had in us and eventually, you know, we got kicked out of that, that building because no, really? Oh yeah. They couldn't renew yeah. the lease for it. They had, yeah. to, they had to open on Sunday. Yeah. Now. No, they I never mean, opened he, on Sunday. No, I mean, it's crazy. The number of people who have well-known churches who have reached out to me personally and love me to death, hmm. but they would lose everything. Yeah. For them to yeah. publicly yeah. say that or publicly affirm mm-hmm. LGBTQ. Like them personally, I could go and have like and, and and as long as I'm okay, like they aren't they, they could care less. I could bring a bring a date, like it wouldn't matter. Like it's but it's it, uh, the financial side of it, yeah. Like yeah. everyone like every church almost mm-hmm. every church yeah. that makes that transition from that isn't connected to a bigger denomination that's already like leaning that way. Like yeah. And even those some of those denominations are, you know, it all they're getting ready to split over it. But like every church that goes from an evangelical, you know, background to an affirming, like it struggles to survive. There's mm-hmm. very, only a handful that have. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I get it. Oh, man. So, um, so we've got tons more questions, but we're, we're running out of time here. Um, so, uh, one thing that we, I loved about Rachel is that she wouldn't back down from a fight, like, oh, especially from, from white men. Oh, it, just, <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. Um, in one of your tweets recently, I just friggin' loved, and it reminded me so much of her. She was like, uh, the tweet was to those sending me messages claiming that, that God is not like the rainbow. And then you use the, the scripture uh, in Ezekiel one twenty eight. Um, it, it's so it's it, what you are doing coming out as a, as a, as a gay man who is a Christian or, or who loves God. Um, it's so fucking important and it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, how can you just tell all the theology bros to fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's exhausting. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and you know, well, that's why when you think about, Rachel's career and when she would decide to make a statement about something. Mm -hmm. That's why she felt the pressure to always have to do her homework. Like the the joke within the joke in her circle of friends who were all bloggers or whatever, we wanted to cover a topic before Rachel did because we knew (laughs) that if Rachel covered it, it was going to be, so fucking better than what we could have done. <laughs> like it was, it was not yeah. like it was going to blow us all. Like mine was going to be full of feeling and it's going to be like personal and it's going to be story driven. Hers is going to have footnotes. All right. Yeah. And there's going yeah. to be fat because she felt she knew she was aware of her voice 
and the importance of her voice and what it meant for other people and not in a conceited way in a in a way that she took seriously how she did things because she wanted to use her voice she wanted her voice to break down stereotypes break down walls and she was smarter than the average bro who would challenge her absolutely and, absolutely. and and once in a while, when she'd get something wrong, she'd, she'd just say, you know what? I was wrong about that. Like, yeah. I mean, like Rachel, you know, I, I, it was, it, Rachel was, um, she grew into that. Like when yeah. I met her, yeah. when I met, when I met Rachel, like, I mean, she was, uh, I did my very first gig with her was uh, the Southern book show. All right, the book festival, and we both read books. Like we were on the, we were we were in the same, uh, on the same thing, and we literally had six people show up for this thing. Okay, and we're both <laughs> reading our books, and I just remember watching this, um, this young woman read her first book, Evolving in Monkey Town, and she was shy, and and just and 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 a little bit like just quiet. And then I go and I see when I then I think about her at Evolving Faith 2018, bringing every little bit of passion I've ever mm -hmm. heard anybody bring. Like yeah. just like she 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 grew into the position that was handed to her. Like mm -hmm. she really she she came she came into the scene at a time at like the perfect time when somebody like her um, this. <laughs> this regular individual from nowhere, Tennessee, like, I mean, it, it makes no sense, mm -hmm. but of course it makes all the sense in the world for yep. this person to, um, for that kind of a person to be the one that is used to challenge all of, uh, you know, all of the, you know, Calvinist reformed, you know, 14 of Acts 1411 <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, so, the, the, all those guys. So yeah. All right. So would you have time for a lightning round? Oh sure. I'm okay. not very good with lightning round. That's okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, so, it should be. We'll, we'll see yeah. how it goes. Okay. Uh, so everyone, go uh, buy the book. It'll be out tomorrow, or out tomorrow. you're probably yeah. listening to it. Just order it. Pre-order it. Whatever. <laughs> Whenever, if you listen to this at midnight tonight, order it. Um, and we didn't talk. We didn't really get into the artwork. The artwork. The is artwork is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Um, it feels like a, it almost feels like a classic children's book it that does. would have been done around when I was a kid. Like, and I don't mean that like oh it looks old no. and crap. It just the artwork just has a has like this. I don't. Antiques, it has not, an evergreen. Not, has a, it has a vintage. It, it, it yeah, does have a vintage yes. feel to yes, it. Yeah. It does. I, yeah. It's it's just great. So. All right. So lightning round. Um, did you want to do the Twitter one? Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I was on your I was on your uh, your your Twitter account, okay. um, and you say it's not even nine a.m. and I've already been asked the question. Hey, Dad, what's a sixty nine? <laughs> so can you can you explain what a sixty nine is to us? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> what I told my son, I was like, do you remember me talking to you about when a, <laughs> somebody puts their mouth uses their mouth to you know stimulate another person's genitals, and my son is like. Oh, oh, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but That's what great. happens when both people are doing the exact at the exact same yeah. time? Yeah. You know, it's it that. Yeah, that 
We were on our on our way to get his vaccine, his second shot of the vaccine, and he decides, "Hey, Dad, can you tell me what sixty nine is?" Has, has it, so you've been doing interviews for this book. Has anyone else asked that question? Yet? Not yet. No, you're okay. the first one. It's the only place you're going to. It's the only place you're getting. Buddy. To make, try to get some fresh content. Uh, uh, what is your beverage of choice? Um, uh, you know what? I'm a bo- I'm boring. I like uh, Lacroix grapefruit. Like I'm, I'm not a big drinker. Like it's not, it's not that I don't, I'm I, I like, I, I, you know what, to be honest with you, I got in a habit of drinking only to let people know that they can drink. And I really never liked it. I just, it's just one of those things. I like, I, I cook with wine, um, but I am, I'm boring when it comes to drinks. <laughs> uh, what is the last album you listened to start to finish? Oh, um, <laughs> so cheesy but it's the honest god truth um uh amy grants lead me on like yes. i like, <laughs> that's like I, the I, like first I, time we've gotten that that's yeah, awesome yeah, lead me on like uh oh, yeah um so. what uh, what what's the the favorite movie that you've seen in the last year so it doesn't have to have uh had come out in this past year but you have to have had watched it man i'm oh, having trouble talking have to today. have had i don't know i don't <laughs> um, know past perfect words are hard right now <laughs> i'd have to, i had to have seen it in the last year yes um you know what it was like i have to have seen it the first time is that what you mean no no, no. Uh, any any movie that you've uh, watched in the last year, i watched i watched um uh, the second batman and the, the the second batman with uh heath ledger with my oh, son dark knight, um, dark knight. and yeah. that there, there's that's that movie still holds up. Like it's yep. really, yeah. you know, it was great to watch it with him and introduce yeah. him. So, um, do you believe in the multiverse? I don't know if I know what that is. All right, so, so the idea that um, there uh, there are multiple realities. Oh, oh, at the same oh, time. oh. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, no, I, 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 yeah, I mean, it could be. Yeah. I mean, I like that sometimes, but I got it. It's, I don't sit around and dwell on that. I really am into this whole, like, like the, the UFO thing though. Like I, yeah. I am really into like that being a, the, the government, like suddenly deciding to take that seriously. Like, I think that is like fascinating to me because that will call into question everything, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like that just like, nobody expects that, that Jesus died for the sins of some planet out there in the middle. <laughs> like that's going to be, that's going to be explosive uh-huh. if it, yeah. you know, <laughs> if we kind of confirm that. Do you have a favorite comedian? Um, Ali Wong. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nice. She's great. What is the best sitcom theme song? Um, Facts of life. Ah, oh, yes. nice. like, yeah, that's classic. Yeah. What goes on a hot dog? Just mustard. Just mustard. Yeah. Yeah. This is an ongoing fight on this right. podcast. <laughs> we have we have a lot of people who throw ketchup on it too. Oh, yeah. You say a lot okay. of people like it's not you. Like, <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't one of them. I just said I mean a lot of people he's, do. He's one I don't of know, wrong but... which I like the mix when it's on a hamburger for some reason. Uh, I, yeah. I don't mind that, but not on a hot dog. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. That's okay to be wrong. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where we draw the line is <laughs> ketchup. All right. So where can people find you online? MatthewPaulTurner.com, uh Instagram, Matthew Paul Turner. Twitter. Sweet. Hey, MPT. All right. 
thanks again for coming on the yeah. podcast. Thanks. This we was were, a lot of fun. <laughs> we really, fun. really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Now that you've in your seat, you can tell us what you think. The five stars get red, but one star is dead. Two. Two. Is that? I don't know. <sighs> okay. Somebody give me a. We have a five star review. No. What? Our first one since September. What? Wait. What? Hold on. I know. Hold on. I Hold know. on. Uh, Space Force. Fuck yeah. Saving the world from the motherfucking alien. <laughs> that was easy. I'm an ideas man, Michael. I think I proved that with <laughs> Mountain. Matt's balls. So small. <laughs> I can't see them when I make it. Uh, whoa! Okay, whoa, Michael. Michael. Whoa! 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 <laughs> you two are the silliest twats I ever met in my whole fucking life. All right, are we ready? <laughs> <laughs> Halfway to Buck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, it's called It's About Time. I wrote I write a review from The Kilted Clergyman. It's about goddamn time. Who's Kilted Clergyman? I've been listening to these three yahoos, yahoos, yay, yoo yahoos since the fall of 2017. I've listened to all of the episodes and wasted more. Why did it take you four fucking years? Yeah, wait, to write a review. Long. Probably because he knew this was coming. Does Rev Kev wear a quilt? Kilt? Who's a clergy quilted? I don't know. Kilted? I don't know. Um, Ian wears a kilt, but I don't think he's a clergy. I Anyway, okay. Uh, I've listened to all of the episodes and wasted more than 500 hours of my life on their tomfoolery. Finally figured it was time to step out of the shadows. It's actually more like three hours, according to Matt's math. You should listen to more Tom Pettery. That was was a reach. That was bad. It was a reach. Uh, Finally figured it was time to step out of the shadows and say thanks for the humor and serious conversations. I'm an ordained Seventh-day Adventist pastor, chaplain, and an ACPE certified CPE educator. It's a lot of letters out of the alphabet. A lot of, lot of, yeah, a lot of shit going on there. Mouthful. Uh, I've enjoyed. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Uh, I've enjoyed the thought-provoking conversations and ribald humor. Uh, I've had to explain myself more than once when my wife walked into the room while I was listening to the pod, and some awkward joke wafted over the airwaves. I appreciate what you guys are doing. Hashtag cherry flavored blood clots. Hashtag Mike, Mike Doss. Oh, my nice. gosh. Dude, Cherry Flavor, that was way... Yeah. yeah. That was like first three or four episodes, I yeah. think. I mean, gosh. that is way the fuck back Damn, there. Damn, Mike yeah. Doss. Thanks for the review. Appreciate Laurel, it. Laurel, Laurel, Oh, wait, Laurel. sorry. Episode was... three, dude. Cherry oh. Flavor Blood Clots was episode wow. three. That's insane. That's some, uh... Man, right. meant there. all blood clots were cherry flavored. Oh, God, man. See, Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Just play, the, Michael. Just play the song so we can, yeah. Michael, are what? you gonna play the song? I'm thinking about it. What I am need? No, not that one. That's wrong one. <laughs> Pretty sure we're not doing a go on. I've only got like five hashtags. I didn't have a time. I only have four. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag horn cord. Horn cords. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Horn cord.
notes. <laughs> I when was that? That was the Michael when the you're song. With the music. Yeah, the song you played. Oh, like horn chords. chords. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, hashtag weird and hard. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag the power of gift compels me. <laughs> hashtag the audible sexual tension. <laughs> That's true. Hashtag being taken fully into the mouth. <laughs> do you have anything like this? I do. I have um, the pig has balls. Um, <laughs> I don't remember that one. That was from uh, Matthew MPT Poulter talking, talking about oh, okay. Steve's pig. Yeah, or some Raphrodite pig. Yeah, which I don't think we use that word. Anymore. I don't yeah, think we do the, either. The, but it's not uh, socially yeah. approved. Yeah, but I think yeah. for animals, it's intersex okay. pig would that be the correct? That might, that might be. More. I think. Yeah. Somebody can correct me on that. I don't know, but we we don't really know how the pigs feel about it, so yeah. we'd have to. Uh, nonfiction novel. Uh, <laughs> this was this was in between segments, but I wrote it down anyway. Ron Pecker. Matt's um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> name says Empty Pecker on there, yeah. so he's Ron's brother. <laughs> or Ron Pecker, rocket scientist. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Rocky. Probably, probably should clear that with him first. <laughs> Lucas is the only one who got my rocket in a bomb. bomb that song. Yeah, and then you know I what? listened to him the next yeah. day, and I was like, "Yeah, man, this is great." Yeah. Uh, hashtag normal. Not. Oh yeah, God. Hashtag normally hard. Um, <laughs> hashtag rectal strength. And just <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> just to throw it in there because we always need it. Hashtag bang the Polly's mom. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, man! Uh, I think that's it. No, I think, no, we, I, I think the number it. the numbers have finally aligned to where we can outvote you, <laughs> two to one. No, no, no. It's usually we did sweet one sweet Debbie two. in handcuffs. What more do you fucking want? That was the live I episode. Mean, you, can't really, you can't really ask for more than sweet Debbie in handcuffs. Stop it! Fucking stop! What more could we fucking want? stop it? All right, uh, a French maid outfit to go with oh it. Oh my Speak, god! Speaking of weird and hard, oh. um, dude, I will. Lucas. <laughs> Speaking of weird and hard, another hashtag is foam in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty strong candidate. Yeah, foam in your mouth. And then... Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. I just saw Dan's comment with an apple. I was just what? Thinking, I was just thinking of... Apple bottom. God, anyway, apple dude, bottom what the, the fuck is going on? Next one is uh, partial to the beta. <laughs> <laughs> and hashtag standalone dark web device. <laughs> I mean. S-A-D-D. Hmm. I don't really have anything I'm really that super attached to. Being taken fully into the mouth is obviously a strong candidate, but. Either foam in the mouth, or I think I—I I just like Ron Pecker because it's like has nothing to do with anything that anybody wants. Somebody hear. just wrote, "Hey, you know what? Fuck you, Lucas. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Reveal yourself. I want to know who wants to fuck Ooh, Lucas. I hope it's Ron Pecker, MD. I tell uh, Ron's telling you to fuck off. I don't my think guess. so. But it would make my day if Ron ever tells me to fuck it's off. It's Brad. Is it Brad? I think Dan just said it's Brad. <laughs> hey, Brad, we're in an upper you're, decker. You're, you're going to love the first part of this podcast, Because my screen name is Brad Sucks. 
<laughs> okay, I get it. Uh, no, Brad, I realize I'm like contribute nothing to the show. Oh, sorry. Oh. Just kick me off. I didn't mean to kick Get you off. Your I'm... wish, Gra- granted, Brad. That's uh, oh, NFT. And Brad, this is such a terrible show without Brad there. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> By the way, you're gonna want to check your toilets before you flush them next. Yeah. <laughs> Just FYI. We'll even a little deuce cube on your. <laughs> you don't know what I got. <laughs> you know, bud. But you know, I ate corn. Uh Brad says, you're, you're, God, can we get out of here? He's, he's No, he's on here now. Let's just get out of here. Yeah, hey, Brad, you want to Ruining it live? for everyone. Let me send you the link, bud. Hey, Brad, everybody else had a chance to talk tonight. You want to be go live from Epcot? <laughs> oh, shit. Because I don't really contribute Somebody much. Somebody else got to say two words. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I had jalapenos today. That upper decker. All right, what do we do? What do we? What the? What was the foam? Uh, foam in your mouth? Or... Foam in your mouth. That's yeah, it. That's yeah. That, good. All right. That's pretty on brand. If you've listened to this episode in its entirety, <laughs> use the hashtag hashtag foam I in your you, mouth. Bro. It would be a better episode if you were here, but you know. yeah. Mm. Bring me back a lightsaber. Brad, come back to work. I need you. <laughs> New and improved. Uh, we're on Twitter at Pastors Podcast. At Pauline Matt. I don't know. At MJ Basinger. And at Michael Gunger. Gungaloo.com. At Old Gungaloo. Yeah. Yeah. Just do the thing. Write the words and the review and stuff like that guy. Yeah. Or Kilted Clergy. Yeah. Way to go. I guess it could be a, a woman. <laughs> or. No, Brad, this episode does not need more weed. <laughs> I almost did, but I got to drive home and it wrecks me. Yeah. Quite literally. Dan, stop it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, God. Thanks for coming up, buddy. Yeah, man. Glad okay. I got to do it. What's your podcast again? I don't have a podcast. Oh, Drunk Church History. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> I meant to mute your mic as you were saying it, but I muted Matt's mic instead. Drunk Church History. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.